Hydroberg here, Cut Above Horror Review. Tonight we have something a little different planned for you guys. We will be joined by Andy of Straight Chilling Podcast to discuss the YouTube analog horror shorts of Gemini Home Entertainment. So get your foil hats on, because tonight we are talking Alien Invasion on a Cut Above, episode 102. And it starts now. Cut my life into pieces! Good evening and welcome to A Cut Above Horror Review, a podcast where we review all things horror. I'm your host Jacqueline and tonight we'll be discussing Gemini Home Entertainment, a web series from 2019 through now. So ongoing, yes. Uh, But before we get into it, let's meet everybody else on the show. First up, back after way too long of a time, it's our good friend Randy from Straight Chillin'. Welcome, Randy. Hey, folks, how's it going? Good to be back. I'm so happy to be talking some analog horror with some folks who know. know, (laughs) They know know the value. (laughs) Yeah, man, I don't know. But (laughs) I'm I'm happy to be invited to these conversations because nobody else wants to talk to me about this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are the only person that I would choose to talk to about this to to have on for this particular episode. So it seemed like a no brainer. I'm just glad you were available and willing to willing to do it and bullshit with us for a couple hours about it. So I can bullshit anytime. <laughs> we know you can. Mm-hmm. Next up, we got <laughs> Hydraberg. What's up, Hydraberg? What's going on, guys? Andy, thanks for coming on again. Yeah, uh, man. Happy yeah. to be here. I think you're you're like a vocal champion of this genre of um filmmaking. So I think, yeah, you're a perfect fit for this one. It's a shallow puddle, but I'm happy to be a big fish in there. It's an interesting genre, <laughs> subgenre that uh, I'm glad to kind of dip my toe into tonight. And John, I saw you uh, giggle a little bit when she said analog. Did you think, were you thinking analog? You were, weren't you? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you look like you almost spit. Let me go back to that memory. Hold on. No, I wasn't. <laughs> go back to that memory from three seconds ago. And last but not least, we got John. What's up, John? <laughs> thinking about Hi, analog? Hydraberg. <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking about that. Randy, thank you so much for coming back, man. Uh, analog horror. I- I've never heard of that subgenre until I watched this mm. movie. So I- we'll talk about it. But yeah, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk. Interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So if for for those of you who somehow may not know, Randy is who one live of in a hole. Hosts. Right, exactly. Somebody who has never listened to us or any horror uh, podcast before. Uh, who lives in just a different hole than us, probably. <laughs> yeah, you live in a different hole. They're very distinctive holes just now. True. <laughs> just an, an adjacent hole, I guess. Uh, Randy is one of the three co-hosts of Straight Chilling Podcast, which is, of course, the root of how we all found each other and became friends and started mm-hmm. this podcast. So, um, as always, a tip of the hat to you and your show. Um we love you. We're friends with you. Thanks for being a part of our lives. And thanks for kind of being the, the godfather of our show. Oh, you know, like waiting on those residual checks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're breaking it in and withholding it from you. Yeah, they're, they're I, I, I know. I mean, I can see. Brady, right through it is guys. a check. Just hold off another two weeks before you cash it. Okay. All, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. All right. I can do All that. Right. Yeah. Thank can you. I post date it? Is that okay? <laughs> like by 20 years. Above. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, uh, Randy, do you want to talk about Straight Chillin' a little bit and any interesting stuff that you guys oh, have sure. going on these days? Sure. I mean, I can talk briefly about it. So, yeah, um, Straight Chilling is our horror movie podcast. We've been doing 
for going on 10 years. I don't know the exact math anymore. Who can keep track of such things? Getting there. Um, we're doing week, do weekly horror movie reviews, similar to what goes on around here. We pick a flick. We pick a, and in your case, is a little different today tonight, but normally we all pick flicks and we review them. Me and my old buddies, Rob and Juice, we, uh, we shoot the shit and we're not experts and it shows and somehow people still enjoy it. And that's all I can ever ask from the universe. That's that's the gift that the universe has gifted me. So, yeah, uh, what we're doing these days is the same old, same old, mostly just uh, releasing our weekly episodes. Um, got a few bonus episodes on our Patreon and things like that. We uh, Justin is is sneaking his way into the YouTuber sphere inch by inch doing his creature comforts shows and um lord knows this month and next between the three of us we have a metric fuck ton of uh guest appearances with other folks such as our such as yourselves and we're gonna we're gonna be making the tour so to speak so keep awesome. an eye out awesome. give us a listen give us a yeah, we appreciate an honest review time. on itunes <laughs> yeah. so i want to i want to kind of zero in on something you said a minute ago you said well we're not experts by any means but for some reason people still listen to us I think the thing is the people who are the real experts um, and people who make for an enjoyable podcast are people who are just huge fans. I think that's way mm. more that that gives you way more credibility than somebody who's like a professional film critic or like, you know, somebody who like went to school to learn how to whatever. But like, I, I think the 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 real experts who are like respected among fans are other fans who are knowledgeable and who care enough to make um a good product and that's you so i would argue that you are experts but in a like not an annoying way in like the right way (laughs) somebody doesn't like critics just my opinion (laughs) no that's that's great (laughs) andy is like the most humble of the group um of the three of them i feel like i have to counterbalance some big heads over there well yeah so (laughs) do randy was my mary in our Fuck Mary Kill. Just what? Um, oh, oh God. not Mary. Know where you're going with that? Family Home Entertainment. <laughs> but um, no, I mean because I've listened for a long time and the growth is there. It's evident. Like you guys have grown, and maybe you don't consider yourself a professional, but I, a lot of us do. Uh, as far as just yeah. like you have a format, you have yeah. a, a brand, you have a vibe. Like you guys put in the work. We we just hit a hundred episodes of our podcast, right? You guys mm-hmm. are about to hit a hundred episodes on your mini casts, like so. Like, like that's how <laughs> yeah. much work you guys put into your show and the extra content you're putting out. Like, and, and it's admirable, definitely. Well, I appreciate the kind words, but you know, I can... well, let's stroke Randy's ego just a yeah. little bit more because you guys have spawned off like just from your Slack channel has spawned yeah. off like six thousand like other at least podcasts, half a dozen. I think, yeah. yeah, well, I have no ours. control over that. That's just uh, folks folks uh seeing how easy it is and going for it thank god being huge listeners of yours and they're like we can do this too some last yeah. some don't but i would call it inspired i like inspired for sure inspired by y'all oh yeah well, absolutely i'm happy to look don't come on the show if you're not ready to take i yeah, that's <laughs> don't the thing come on like, the show I, if you're not ready to take a bunch of uh, i would have been way more comfortable if you had said fuck you you suck uh i'll <laughs> say it fuck you you suck oh thanks john that? God, you're sweet. (laughs) That's Randy's love language. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Here's some sign language. John's willing to oblige. You guys are close to becoming actual professional film critics, though. Like, that actually is something that might be happening. Mm -hmm. Somebody's about to make a terrible mistake and let us do something professional, and then it's all downhill for the whole critical community, I'm sure. I think that's awesome. Yeah, so we're excited. Yeah, I, we're I always... disagree with you, Randy. <laughs> sure, I know you do. You hate critics, so 
Yeah. Yeah. I hope you well, know that as soon as I become you know I mean. a paid critic, I'm going to become the most insufferable human being you've ever met. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to tell people that I used that's to on my vision podcast until they sold out. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Please do. I would love to sell out. Can you imagine? Team. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, that would, so that was our that was the love fest portion of the program. It was. And now, John. Yes. What kind of new horror news have you for us? Well, we talked about Terrifying 3 last week, uh, that it is happening. Yeah. Uh, it's getting up the theatrical release again, just because yeah. it was made for like $360,000 and um, made $16 million. It is getting the theatrical release. Uh, it'll also be on Screenbox again, and it's coming out fall of 2024. Saw that. Are we excited? We're thinking, fall of 2024. We're thinking pre, pre-Halloween, I, I'm assuming. I would hope. Yeah, September, I yeah. think. Yeah, good. Cool. I'm interested. I'm interested to see where they go with it. Um, it's only gotten better over time. I'm not like I'm I'm vocally not the biggest terrifier guy, but I do respect <laughs> it. And I respect its DIY nature and how like like the director, Damon, the only he puts in the work. So do the performers, you know, yeah, and the second one is better than the than the first one. And <laughs> it's got some issues, but overall, it's a better film. And I'm interested to see what they do with the third one now. Well, I guess the big question that we all have is the trash bag going to be in it? Oh, it's going to be in there. You know, it <laughs> it's, it's going to be, be second build, I'm sure. Yeah, Damon Leone <laughs> definitely listens to our show and he knows how much. Trash bag is. played by Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is going to murder you. I hope you know Fuck you in the drive through. <laughs> Think I'm a clown? No, that guy's the clown. <laughs> <laughs> how much funny? One, yeah. <laughs> funny how? Because I have a lot of screws in me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, and Man. also, if if you're not already following Damian Leone on Instagram, I would recommend it. Um, he's he just seems like such a humble and creative and hardworking guy, and somebody who really wants to like make fans happy and make a great movie. Um, he doesn't seem like somebody who's selling out and just like doing whatever's going to make the most money, like and and sacrifice the quality of the product. He's making these movies for the people who watch them. Yeah. I agree. Um, like all, however, guy. he got the Indiegogo for Terrifier 2. Uh, mm-hmm. My former co-host actually contributed to that. and He was part of the credits. So. I wonder if That's they're going to use that same kind of means mm-hmm. for funding now. I mean, since the second one did so no. well. I think Hollywood's like, just throwing money yeah. at him right now. Yeah, I if you do too so. successful like that, like going from Indi- yeah, I think yeah. somebody's somebody's going to come in as a an angel investor. Because I know he's gotten other opportunities. Also, he's been in meetings with other companies and stuff about working with them. So Art's going to at some point just turn to the camera and crack open a nice cold Mountain Dew and just slam <laughs> that blast. shit so hard. <laughs> Baja blast. Yeah. And when he burps, he goes. Art the clown doesn't bleed <laughs> often, but no when sound. he does, he bleeds green. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That guy's making so much What's... money on that on the uh horror movie uh, uh horror con circuit. I mean, because hmm. oh, he yeah. goes dressed up and all the picture opportunities, photo opportunities people want to take with art. Oh, yeah. like, he's gotta be a hot uh a hot one on the bill when when someone sees like, oh, he's coming to a con near me. I totally want to get a picture with art. Yeah, I'm gonna sure get a picture with him where I'm I'm just gonna go in a trash bag and just have him like hold me. <laughs> Like so, you won't even really know I'm in the picture. Hold but me, Art. I'll know. Yeah. That's, that's a real long con because you gotta you gotta walk around like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good news. I'm looking forward you. to that. No, oh, John, I'm still mad at you. He's got a gun. I know you are. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Do the spoiler alert. 
Anyway. All right, all right. All right, what's your uh, next piece of news? Lionsgate is reviving the Leprechaun franchise. Oh, my God. Reviving Does is in rebooting want that? or... Yeah, rebooting. Okay. I feel like just, just make more sequels if you're gonna. Like, why, I mean, they... what's the point of rebooting? What's the point of any of it, really? Oh, I mean, they... you're right. <laughs> but they're going to do something with it, so I just feel like what might as well just... There, there's not a lot of info behind it, but it's just... I mean, he's been everywhere now. He's been in the hood. He's been in space. So space. Uh, I mean, those are the two places a person can go. Of course, yeah. <laughs> he's been there. Places. I want to well, see like an underwater Earth, underwater leprechaun. What if he went to <laughs> Ireland? Has there been one where he was? Oh my in god, Ireland! I want to see him in Nashville. <laughs> that would be interesting, actually. Like, uh, go, and, how about leprechaun, leprechaun in Dollywood, Washington D.C.? <laughs> Sure. Why not? Like, yeah, make We've it a horrible other, political satire. We had words run for president. So. <laughs> Didn't they do that with, uh, like, uh, what was it, Reanimator? No, they did they that did. with um, Toxic Avenger. Yeah, uh, oh, that's right. I haven't yeah. seen it, but yeah, Citizen Toxie, as I recall. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could yep. see Toxie for mayor. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, he's a really he's more of a think local guy. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am running for your mayor of Tromaville and I'm going to pull out your eyeballs. He's a grassroots campaigner. His platform is based around recycling. (laughs) I love it. You know, he's got my vote. If he can fix the recycling program, get him in here. (laughs) Uh, We did have one trailer to review. Talk to me. uh, The new A24 movie that's coming out July 28th. Did you guys watch it? Sure did. Um, Looks interesting. Andy. Thoughts. Yeah, I actually saw this movie at the Overlook Film Festival this year where they did oh, a sneak, sneak preview. It is worth your time. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the trailer, if you got good vibes from the trailer, it, it, that, it is as represented, I would say. It did. It looks good. fun. Yeah. It's good to know. Yeah. It looks like there's the some genuinely the... creepy stuff going on. Mm. I the couldn't I tell. Was the... it Great Britain or was it Australia that they were in? It was Australia. Like Australia. Yeah, Australia. I was just like sure. the entire Overlook Film Festival was just littered with Australian films. Like, like oh, seriously, cool. like eight Australian films or films filmed in Australia. Like Evil Ted yeah. Rice was there. And yeah, there was definitely some 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 accents from that area of the world. So what were you saying, Jacqueline? John, did you not notice oh. the bloody limping kangaroo? I did. I did. <laughs> oh, shit. You're right, Jacqueline. I did watch it twice. And it's like. You, you caught a glimpse of it in the. Is that a fucking kangaroo? Yeah, yeah it was like bloody and limping that. around. Yeah. The thing that I liked about the trailer uh, was this, and I don't know like how accurate this is, to, like the actual movie, but I got the sense that the premise is kind of centered around this almost like supernatural party game, like mm-hmm. oh, hold the hand and you know light the candle, and it reminded me of the kind of stuff that I don't know about you. All, but that I did in like middle school where we'd have sleepover parties and we would do mm-hmm. the Bloody Mary game or mm-hmm. the Light as a Feather Maybe stuff as a board game and these kind of like things that are meant to like scare you uh, and something supernatural is supposed to happen or playing with like a Ouija board, you know, that like, you know, somebody's probably going to push the thing around. So it, it gave me it gave me that kind of vibe of like a little almost like supernatural party game, but then it gets real. Yeah. And it's got Does like that a viral... seem fair, Randy. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And I, I like the minute I saw that hand in the film because like we went into that. That was a secret screening, so we didn't even know what the movie was until we sat oh, down. Awesome. Um, so uh, the minute I saw that that hand thing, though, I was like, "This is going to definitely join my Halloween decoration repertoire. I am going to make one of these oh, nice. for sure." Like that's that's an easy sell for me. I, I felt the same way. Where it's like this. Uh, it's just like it the party game aspect to it. It's just like it's very iconic in a way that like. I feel like depending on how the movie does and how 
how much money's on the left on the table, they could make a franchise out of if they wanted to. I hope they don't because I'm not really? a franchise guy, but yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's probably I did like the idea of the hand, you know? Yeah. They, it's flex it's like a flexible eight. idea, like a Ouija board. Like yeah. correct. Exactly. Yeah. And it's got but that viral nature to it, you know, like with the TikTok crowd and so, like reels and mm-hmm. yep. things like that of that nature, YouTube. Um you know, where the people are being recorded while doing these like little seances or whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Just don't make it PG 13. Oh, it's not. This doesn't look <laughs> oh, it's I not. assure okay. you. It's it's not. Like unless they, unless they did some heavy cutting. I hope okay. not. Well, that's pretty cool. I, I didn't know, realize you'd I already got. seen that, Randy. That's awesome. Well, that yeah. was all pretty good news, John. Uh, well, Thank I don't you. know about the leprechaun, but <laughs> same. That's great news. I mean, really very lucky. Word. I was like, leprechaun. Is there anybody out there who's like, yes? Bad movie fans, people who like Ginger Dead Man too, probably are psyched. Right. Um, <laughs> and I, I say that with I say that with love because I totally understand the it appeal. Was but um, better than the first one, I hear. <laughs> I hope that yeah. they do like. I hope they do kind of like a not not scream style, but like do their own parody of like reboots, horror reboots or something. Because why not? Like, what do you got to lose with the Leprechaun franchise? Open skies yes. and zero budget is what you have. Go it's for an it. origin yeah. tale directed by Rob Zombie. <laughs> Oh, he got it. Okay, I maybe I'll walk back the walk back the go for it statement if that's on the table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe you shouldn't have said that. Uh, and he's done I some good reboot of before, Evil right? Bong. Oh my god. Evil Braun? What? what? Bong. No. Evil Braun. Oh, evil Bong. <laughs> Eva Braun. That's I not a reboot oh, of shit. Eva Braun. Yeah. Not the kind of topic we discuss like, on this show. Whoa, hey, my whoa, God. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hitler. Uh, the opinions of one do not it, reflect right? the opinion opinions of the entirety of Cut Above Horror. Review. I did just oh, watch uh, Ride of Frankenstein Bastard, featuring Ava Braun, which was Braun. awesome. Oh. Yeah. Did you say, John? I just watched Inglorious Bastards again, which is oh, yeah. yeah, great film. Great, great movie. Oh, Top yeah. tier Tarantino. It is fantasy wish fulfillment. Love it. Yes. <laughs> love it love it love it Kill the right, Nazis. well thanks for, yeah thanks for the news john that was good news yep. all right somebody want to ask me why i picked this film Jacqueline, why Jacqueline. <laughs> yes why the fuck did you pick this movie <laughs> uh well first Gemini. of all i think calling it a movie is you know we're let's use that title loosely a little bit uh so i chose this series of web videos on youtube called gemini home entertainment because i really wanted to branch out a little bit in some of the things that we cover. And I wanted to try something that was different. And this, I'll call it a movie. This movie is very different in terms of like format and narrative and like almost every type of element from the usual type of film that we, you know, the the more conventional type of films, I would call this, um, you know, experimental in a way. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to branch out and I, it's, it's, you know, kind of a shining example of this subgenre called analog horror, which I'd like to kind of pull some pull some history out of Randy a little bit or some knowledge because oh, I know. Well, you know more than I do, but you're the reason I know about it in the first place. Um, I think open Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, so so I heard Randy talking about this subgenre on Straight Chilling, and I did watch the series Local Fifty Eight some time ago. Mm-hmm. I'd say about a year ago, and I really enjoyed that and it's horror <laughs> it counts so let's just try something different on here and so i don't know what our review is going to look like tonight i just kind of have faith that we'll <laughs> that's, figure it out that's what you got to do with the whole show <laughs> uh, and figure out how to how to review this <laughs> yeah so 
yeah, I just I was just looking for something different, and this was something I'd wanted to explore anyway. So that's kind of the best I could. I mean, say. you're definitely speaking my language. <laughs> like to speak to analog horror in general. Like I I am by no means like the authority on this, but I have an interest for sure, and I'm I have been like a vocally vocal rah rah cheerleader for this sort of attempt because it's it 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 is this sort of like offshoot of like di- let, let's talk definitions first. Like it's it is an offshoot <laughs> of like found footage. It's mm-hmm. typically um, stuff that is not like you f- like you think of Blair Witch, you think of Paranormal Activity, which is like they are found footage. They're like, oh, we found this footage. People doing X, Y, and Z. But for the most part, these are like f- like found or lost recordings of things that aren't necessarily even people. And in this particular series, it's like almost no people at all. Um, you kind of have to surmise things. What do okay. you got, John? You got to see a hand raised. I, I'm going to ask you: Does it feel kind of anthological too, a little bit with this? Yeah, I mean this like one. Yeah, I mean it, kind of, the yeah. thing is like it's so experimental. Like this whole format. Like there, there are tropes that exist at this point, and I think Jim and I, and then maybe a handful of others, are like, like kind of like they're the ballast. They're the things holding up, propping up this, this, this uh, subgenre. So you can p- kind of pinpoint things mm-hmm. that are similar. The VCR stuff, like that's why it's called analog horror. It's because yeah. it's aesthetically similar to like a VCR or like old footage or whatever. Sure. Um, Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think you can say that it's anthological, but typically, at least with the big ones, there tends to be a, an element of like alternate reality game to it where you can sort of like dig into it as deeply or as not deeply as you want. And the most successful ones succeed on both fronts. And I would say Gemini is among those. Um, Gemini uh, Home Entertainment is Local 58. Those are definitely the two biggest ones that are like strictly Internet only. Um, with the exception of maybe the backrooms, which is making a leap to a film adaptation um, mm. in, I think, the coming year or something. And that the guy who who is most famous for popularizing the backrooms, for those who don't know, is like a 16 year old kid. Yeah. And and a 24 <laughs> or or Blumhouse, I can't remember which is just giving him money to make a fucking movie. And I think that's rad as shit. Like, that's yeah, incredible to me. It's like, um, Wes, is that you? What's going on? <laughs> it could could be. I mean, that's the thing is like it's it like found footage. It's like a low barrier for entry. So a lot of kids are trying things out. Um, you don't really that's need awesome. even footage. You just need like of your own. I mean, you just need yeah to know how to edit things and to how to evoke a feeling, and you yeah. can be successful at this. So yeah, that's so the thing is, it's kind of like an option that I did Lynch about this... too. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say some of the reading that I did about this particular series. I learned that um. The the person who created it um, uses an alias, but it's Remy Abode. So mm-hmm. we don't know. Or I I at least don't know the real identity of the filmmaker. I don't know if that's been revealed somewhere else, but I I didn't uh, see bang. it. But I also don't look very hard for it. But Remy Abode, um, I was reading an interview with them, and they said something like, "Oh well, you know, there is some monetization from this, and I'm hoping to just use it to save up and go to college." And I was like, "What? Like this is a yeah. high school kid?" Well, yeah, there's a picture so that's... Him that's used, and I wasn't sure if it was like legitimate or not, or if it was just I had no idea to make you think like, like you said, there's an alias, or like this is the image that he put out there, but it's not really the guy who's making it. But yeah, it's a younger looking kid, and the yeah, theme- I think we should get into it. So, so we should determine whether this movie fucks or sucks, right? <laughs> yeah, we <should laughs> sorry, John, I did it. I'm doing a bad job hosting. I'm no, I because I want to start talking about it too. Jacqueline, does this okay, movie fuck okay, or suck? Okay, spo- yeah, let's do the spoiler. Oh yeah, we got a fucker suck. Um, does this movie fucker suck? Uh, boy, I I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> it's tough. I would say if you are doing something really different from a conventional narrative film, if you are someone who 
is a patient viewer and uh, you know is willing to kind of get through something to put the pieces together, then I think that this could fuck. So yeah, I think if if you're willing to experiment a little, then this this movie could fuck. What it's, about you, Randy? Has a potential to fuck with more potential. People say the same yeah. about me. Um, no, I uh, <laughs> I, I think myself. I have. I think that this franchise, like or the whatever you call it, like this this show, this film, whatever you want to call it, I think it definitely fucks. For me, it's I see it more as like a multimedia art than anything else, even more so than maybe even film. Um, and like thinking of it that way and thinking about like who's making this and like the, the grassroots nature of it, the DIY, the scrappiness, that all speaks to my soul, man. I love that sort of thing. I love like when a 16 year old kid can make something that changes the game for people and opens up a whole new subgenre. That's incredible. And I know it's not just teenagers. There are definitely some like media professionals. I think Local 58 was somebody who was like a stalwart in that community in the creepypasta world and then in professional world did, did something I don't, I don't remember exactly but it's they're creating things that didn't exist before essentially and they're making it out of pieces of history that in in some of these young kids cases they weren't even part of i don't know man there's something truly beautiful about that to me and this movie in particular this show um i think does it mostly effectively with a few dings i think there's things you can you can call it out for um it's tough to make one of these that's really effective. It's really tough, especially when you are in such uncharted territory. Uh, I think that you get the benefit of not having a lot of established goods to build off of. And so like everything feels original. Um, but at the same time, you have nothing established that you know works. You have to intuit everything. So from like that perspective, I, I think it fucks for sure. Nice. Well said. John, what about you? Oh, boy. <clears throat> Uh, this movie is like the first pornographic VHS movie I ever got. And it was like I put it in the TV VCR combo and I watched it. And I was like, I don't know how to feel about this. But then I watched it again. And I'm like, I found that one scene that just really fucks, you know. Okay. So this movie fucks. <laughs> awesome. That's cool. Man, it's all I can't the things hear- you didn't say. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to your imagination like this movie did. It's running wild. <laughs> and Hyderberg, what do you say about Gemini Home Entertainment? Fucks or sucks? I don't know. I'm like on the fence with this because uh, it's not a film, right? And I'm used to reviewing films. Yeah. I don't know how high to go with this. Like, I, there's some things that I did enjoy. There's elements of it, like Randy said, that are just really cool. The 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 punk rock nature of like DIYing this whole thing and like creating your own thing. Um, a younger person creating this based on uh, an era of, of of media that he wasn't really around to see, but he's nailed it. Like the aesthetic is it nails those sort of instructional videos that we would watch in school or, you know, at a workplace, you know, a, like I mentioned earlier, like the workplace uh, safety videos. And I, I, I like, I like the, uh, the rabbit hole that you go down as you watch it. And it does, it leads to wanting to, have multiple views or watch, you know, someone else describe what they thought of it. Like you, you definitely want to talk about it um, after it's not just a one and done kind of deal. So there's, there's more to get out of it. Um, But for me, I was like kind of conflicted. So like at the moment, I think my score will change based on our conversation. Um, So, but like, I, I don't know, like after first watch, like this is kind of like a kink that I'm just like not that into at the moment. You know what I mean? Like I'm aware of it, but I'm just like, it's not my kink necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, like, this is a little bit of a flaccid fuck. Um, but it, it, like, it fucks and it has potential to fuck more. But I kind of like the first time was like a little odd, you know what I mean? 
it's uh mm. it's not necess- it's it's not my wheelhouse yet but it's something that i could come around to and it could be a new kink maybe so who knows but on <laughs> the onset just right off the bat like it's not like a total fuck but it it's not a suck either definitely not a thing is like there were I so mean, many I jokes mean, we could have thrown in there but I by all means fucking, i think that's a fair uh, i think that's fair Hyderberg. i'm not i'm not we've never not covered much. anything like this so it's tough to, no i'm trying to I'm pretty shocked that everybody is as positive as they are, because to me, like part of what's fun about this subgenre is how divisive it is and how much you really have to put yourself in there. You really have to kayfabe yourself into it in order to Agreed. get the most out of it. And so yep. like it's like that's like Skin and Marink obviously was divisive, but the people yep. who loved it, loved it. The people who hated it, hated it. And there's very little in the middle. And mm-hmm. this is in that same realm that is actually the first that i know of anyway analog horror film um that truly fits that definition um at least from from what i can recall and um to me that's like you know not personal tastes are going to differ and i i find i feel like if this was if this was as popular with everyone as it is with the people who really love it it wouldn't be as loved by those people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, mm. it's not meant to, to please everyone. And right. so it's shocking to me that everybody is that even, even with a flaccid fuck as, as its lowest score, like that's, that's kind of incredible. To me. I think what, what makes me feel primarily positive about it is that some of the, like the buttons that I like pushed the most are the buttons where things are not necessarily overt that like things subtle things are happening that just aren't quite right mm-hmm. you know or th- like seeing something that starts off looking very normal but then gradually like a little bit of something sinister starts to creep in that really gets me going i love that kind of thing and i've talked about that before like in certain movies that we've reviewed where somebody's on the phone i Ooh. love I love telling Jacqueline. I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw the spoiler alert yeah, that's out sorry, sorry, sorry. to uh, Hydra. I just am too. And then we to should talk start about talking about around it. so then okay. we can really talk about Okay, sorry. So we're gonna t- <laughs> we're gonna talk about Gemini Home Image. I mean, is it 2020 or 2021? It's, it's it started in 2019, but it's still ongoing. Okay, All right, 2019 in its entirety. If you have not yeah. seen it, go to YouTube to follow the entire uh I guess thing. The whole <laughs> thing. It's actually a question I have you guys. And then Come back to find out what we thought about it. By the way, I did post a link to the YouTube channel on um, Twitter. So if anybody it needs help finding it, go go find our Twitter. And I just posted that yesterday. I'll so. post it in the show notes, too. I posted it in last week's show notes as well. Yeah. Oh, cool. And we're going to spoil the hell out of it. Yes. I have a question about yes. that, actually, about like, because there's what they there were i looked for the playlist. It's like, put them all in order for me. I don't want to have to skip around or whatever. And right. there's several there's one that's called the box set, which that's I think the is one the original one. Yeah. Okay. Because I watched the, the additional stuff. There was one that came out. There was a new episode. Like three days ago. Yeah. Three days ago. So I watched yeah, those really. two. I might bleed in some of that stuff. No, it's all I content. messaged John and Jacqueline. I was like, hey, there's extra content yeah. that we didn't. I think we all watched yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, good. That all right. So I those last... like spoil that. No, no, no. So those most recent three episodes that don't say Gemini Home Entertainment on them, they mm-hmm. are still part of, and they don't have that logo. They mm-hmm. are still part of it. Those three are technically are. part of an offshoot called Library. Yeah, which but is it's, lore, it like builds like, up the lore a little bit on it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It so it it does still tie back in. It's still totally related to. Yeah, and they're actually very the primary series thing too. They're a little shorter videos, but they're very interesting. Yeah. 
yeah i thought they were very illuminating so yeah. and actually um, when i watched the original so i watched the box set and there's a video missing there was yeah, one that was taken the down blue. blue there was deep yeah blue. there was one yeah, that was taken blue. down yeah, did you guys watch that one? Then it, I watched it. Okay. It was re re uploaded by somebody else, I think, or something. Oh, but, it was. Oh, I did not see that one. It's, there's not much going on. I can kind of see maybe why he pulled it. Yeah, I think it was I just like, listed... like they changed the canon of it, and so they yeah, pulled they it out because as, it didn't fit the story shorter, he wanted to tell. Yeah, it was a shorter one, and there wasn't as much stuff that it really it was early. On, yeah, so yeah, I saw that described on the Wikipedia page, and so I'm aware of it, but I did I did not see the video. So, um, Heidelberg, I cannot imagine how you wrote a reach around plot summary for this but i what i almost i almost thought like well this is not a normal film and i'm uh while while i was watching i was like how am i gonna write a reach around about this but (laughs) i mean there's stuff to touch on so i figured it out it can be pretty random i I can tell you that you guys and be like i might not go with a reach around tonight because this is not our normal fare but you know what i'm known for doing reach arounds and andy hasn't been on the show a lot so he deserves a good reach around i always say that yeah absolutely (laughs) You could have written like twenty two line reach arounds. I got <laughs> some all separate. You can you just put it as text on screen and make a beep sound every time one of the lines appears? Yeah, yeah. well, I was just gonna. That I was gonna give one line every like three months to three years or so. Like and then perfect. Over time, you guys can collect all the lines and then amazing. Put it yeah. This guy read the assignment. Reach around really means. So here's Hydroberg. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, ready? He's like, anyway, shut up. No, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm just we're running long, so I want to get into the conversation. There's some juicy stuff to talk about with this. Okay, okay. Instructional videos meant for learning shed some light on questions burning. Mysteries have left us yearning. In this universe, are we alone? These videos probe the unknown. Visitors who invade your bones and turn you into darkened clones. A man calls out in distress. You hear him holler. A trap created by the woodcrawler. An entity that digs through tunnels. Abducts abducts the people and creates their doubles. Slowly spreading a rooted virus. It does as it's told, obeys the iris. Through these videos, the truth provides us. A mockery of mother nature. Analog conceals the creature. Yet we see it with our own two eyes. That aliens have begun to rise. From the depths under the granite. Slowly taking over the planet. Happening under our noses to our amazement. Maybe too late to attempt containment. So stay inside your bunkered basement and stay tuned to Gemini Home Entertainment. <laughs> oh, that ruled. Shit. Nice. That well was done. Top well done. Notch. Mm-hmm. Hyderberg, just go ahead and put that on the list for our 300th episode retro or 200th episode retrospective. Right. Just put that on there. In the if you know, you know sick. section. Yeah, yeah. That ruled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> so Oof. good. Damn. All right, so this right. Uh, this movie starts out with animals, huh? Weird, the weirdest, weirdest animals. Mm-hmm. The weirdest animals, yeah. Yeah. So, so again, just... an owl Sorry, go ahead. and a wood crawler. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, there was the uh, there was the prairie chicken, which I found actually pretty interesting, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm here to learn. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Get to, so this is the thing: you get to watch a horror movie, and you also get to learn fun facts. So it's. But I do win. I do like that the first video sort of gets the. You know, it's got this generic animal video, like with odd behaviors from North America, I, I believe. And we get the prairie chicken. You said we get the burrowing mm-hmm. owl. owl mm-hmm. Yep. Burrowing, yeah. Which I didn't I didn't think about it at the time, but the burrowing is actually, you know, that comes into play later with. Yeah. the animal. So, Yes. Um, that's Ooh, actually interesting. And then call. we get the wood crawler, which is where your first moment of like, wait a minute. 
I don't that learning about that those. disturbed me. I, there were certain parts of this movie that really disturbed me, but like like when you don't know who the camera person is, but you got somebody just with a hand cam going in there, and you see them moving around the way they are, and then getting chased. That was disturbing. Well, yeah, it says on screen that like oh the wood crawler infiltrates like houses, homes, or whatever, and can double like humans mm-hmm. or something like that, and it just sort of puts it out there like. Blase, like, oh yeah, don't worry about that. That little detail right there, you know, it's just nothing. But then you're well, like, well, what about when it says you'll hear a scream? You yeah, know, yeah, you yeah. see the, the the quote of you'll hear a scream, and it's like animals it, or a bird. It stole or their like voices. That. Yeah, yeah it's fucking stole their voices. Well, and so just to like illustrate the the like the very first moment for me where it starts to turn sinister, and it, like it's even before that um the stuff you guys are talking about it's like the first two so first of all this video is such a perfect encapsulation of like the 80s vibe of like instructional videos with Mm -hmm. like easy listening music like it sounded like the family ties theme song in the background and shalala and (laughs) um the like lo-fi aesthetic of the video it, it looks so perfect and it looks exactly like the kind of videos that you would watch in school like when there was a substitute teacher and they would put on some little educational thing for you to learn about birds or whatever and so it goes through the first two animals and they tell you all these unusual facts about the first two animals and you're like okay and it shows you like a little pinpoint within the state of minnesota like here's where this thing is located mm-hmm. here's where this yeah, thing is county. centered yeah Center and then county. And then for the third one, the Every- music stops and the whole state is highlighted in red. And it doesn't say like Fulton County or whatever. It says everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's a very quiet, subtle moment. There's nothing overtly horrific happening. But it's that first twinge that something is weird here. There's something ominous. Mm-hmm. Um, for just like it's everywhere. And the fact that they use the color red to indicate like where it's located it looks like the whole state is awash in blood mm. and i love it that's the first moment that kind of gets my my hackles up that i'm like ooh, yeah my, like i mean they use a lot of like working. psychological tricks with that like and it, it, that that first one really sets that format as the standard for the series like some of them break format but a lot of them they do that same thing where it's like you get the austere you know whatever like the the, the front facing topic at hand or whatever mm-hmm. Uh, and it's pretty on its face, it seems like, and then it just hits that moment where it makes you stumble and makes you think, oh, something's off here, and then it goes somewhere that you really can't anticipate, um, not cleanly anyway, and that, that 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 is how it like just typically goes, and that is such a perfect form setter for the rest of the series. I agree with that, Randy, because it's like you use a lot of B-roll in that. You know, mm-hmm. just of a, a of a burring owl or the the prairie chicken or whatever it is, but it feels like that through the whole movie is that this this is B roll that you're not stealing, but you're you're using this in your footage. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, even even when um, you go later into the uh, <laughs> the 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 animal one, where it's just like, here's coyotes howling, here's a mm-hmm. cougar, here's the other one. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so you know, just yeah. this B-roll of this snowy area, and you hear these sounds, and it's the same exact like like look, and then all of a sudden, whoa! Yeah, you hear the hollering. So, like you were yeah. mentioning, Andy, I, I do like. There's like a Trojan horse nature to these videos where mm-hmm. they are meant to go under the radar as instructional videos uh, for random topics, and then if you stay till the end, 
you start catching these little messages where there's the the filmmaker, who, not the filmmaker himself, but the person who's supposedly making these videos the is trying to show yeah. people things. Hey, there's something aloof going on in your state or in the country or in the world. And not everybody's aware of this. And I'm trying to teach you like what the ins and outs of what's going on here. But I can't do it because, you know, the this this infiltration or invasion, if you want to say, is like we don't know how, how where they have their fingers or like what they're into, the government or corporations. Like because as we get further in these videos, we find out that there's a lot more going on um, when you actually, you know, when you pick it apart. I think of yeah. it as a Jacob's Ladder scenario is like, like, remember in Jacob's Ladder, um, you know, Jacob is not feeling good. He's in a hospital. All of a sudden he's going down in the depths of hell. That's what this kind of felt like. Yeah. The video is a beta ver- like version more of more and more creepy. And there's, yeah. the, and you uh, know, what's, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. And one of the things that's interesting about it is the way you just described that even of like, oh, somebody's sneaking in like, mm-hmm information almost like almost like a cold war spy would sneak in like coded language but then as the series goes on it's clear that the narrator is not reliable at all gemini home entertainment exactly no idea what their intentions are and it's really up to interpretation even at the end of all the videos we've seen Mm -hmm. so like the the question of whether or not like we, we start to get a bigger picture later about like you know, body snatching going on, uh, an intergalactic like fucking HP uh, Lovecrafty and a horror going on, living and planet. it's told through this like 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 David Lynch lens of just letting you feel it more than you get exposition and knowledge about it, and it's up to right. you whether or not you want to dig into it at all. Right. Um, if, I think that's really if fascinating. There's a storm in your town. This is what you do. But if you hear the crawling through your floor, you know, yeah, it's like, yeah. And what kind of whoa. storm are we talking about? Because all of a sudden, yeah, exactly. we're not talking about rain here. Right. Yeah, so they're not yeah. talking about a normal storm. They're talking about mm-hmm. how to defend yourself against the wood crawlers. No, because it, it gets worse when it talks about home invasion. But like you said, because right. the yeah, then it's like an instructional video for the yeah, wood like, crawlers. Yeah. Ooh. So they're, they're yeah. It's almost like they're that's they're one of my favorites. You as Me you too. watch Same. these films, that one like really mm-hmm. flips the whole thing on its head. I also like bit. some of the lingo they use too, like nature's mockery. Love yeah. it. Fake people. Like now, go ahead. No, what were you saying? Uh, no, I, I'm going to go on another tangent. So you go ahead and finish up. <laughs> oh, okay. No, just like we just end on the like the first video of what we see because it's not super long, but I do like the aesthetic of it. Like once we realize we get that glimpse at the house and we see the we see the um, the wood crawler and we see its legs, you know, and, and it's very All DIY. Sort of. Yeah. It almost reminds me. So you just watch Starship Troopers. It reminds me of one of the bugs from Starship yeah, Troopers. Um, definitely. Like the way the legs are angled. And uh, and we see people inside the house, but they're blurred by the, the the focus of the camera because it's analog, and we can't quite make out what's going on. But we can see their silhouettes, and their silhouettes don't behave like normal human beings. It's enough mm-hmm. that their behavior is just off, just a little bit, until that one person like runs towards the camera, and the person yeah. cuts out and runs. But and supposedly that's Jack, from what I understand. Running. That's that's filming. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, that's the, mm-hmm. the Jack Wilder. We find yeah. out the name later. Yeah, um, wasn't he supposed to be like the the lead videographer or whatever? He's the lead videographer, and I think that like that footage we see in I don't remember which one it was now. 
but there's one where you see hands making a fire and the fire doesn't make and it's making yes, things. The and then he you pan up to see uh, uh, somebody screaming in the field but screaming oh my god help me like kind of like help, in a way that a normal person might but then you see what they look like while they're doing it and yeah. it's a christmas eve up. party I think that might be a Christmas Eve party. No, oh, no, I think that one is no, the no, no, one. No, there. There is early. some of that throughout, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, well. But um, I was gonna say like the the woodcrawler, like when nature's mockery comes. I love that phrase. Yeah. But the 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 spider legs that come out. That's where this is like the weakest to me. Is when mm-hmm. like true like this doesn't have the budget maybe or the yeah. know-how or whatever to really sell those things. Everything else about this is sold so beautifully, like buttoned up to a T that those like little outliers like that, they really stand out in a negative way, I would say for the most part, but it does get better throughout the different, inter- it does. Uh, different ones. Like the newest one had one of the scariest goddamn effects I've ever seen. And it was clearly like some, some, some sort of like footage amalgamation, CG, something from the roots. Um, yeah. The one I, I'm, I'm, this is like the last shot of it. If, I don't remember what it was called. Now this one, uh, Old bones, old bo- or old bones, yeah. yeah. Old bones, where you see like it's like oh, old, yeah. it's like '30s footage, and then yeah. it's like somebody like kind of like pressed against the window, but they're like in a husk oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking terrifying. Yeah. and then they're they're, they're like the mouth is moving, something. but yeah, there's no sound coming yeah. out. Yeah. It's like rubber Johnny away. shit. Like it's very body snatchers esque. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I, I I thought the the wood crawler thing was stupid because it it's almost like you could see the arms come out. Like yeah. should be holding it. I respect the, the attempt. Yeah. I gotta say, I was pretty forgiving. It's a surrounded. Go ahead, Jack. I was just gonna say I was pretty forgiving of that because I like I could tell what they were going for, and this is obviously like very low budget, and I just I kind of just like accepted it, and I like mm-hmm. I I I I noticed it. I noticed the like kind of inauthentic inauthenticity of it, but I just it didn't really bother me. I was just like, okay, that was the best. I just thought that's fine. I thought it was a cheap jump scare, but because it's like when it came back at night or when the cameraman came back at night, like the people moving around and the guy like, like mouthing something, like he was saying, help me or just not being vocal about it. And the woman going back and forth twice. That I I like that. That was the creepier. The human stuff is more creepy than actually. I agree. Monster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like how they introduced the concept of fake people. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, mean, I, I got the gist that like, these are those people, but they've been infiltrated by the virus or the, the and so like they're yeah. not themselves anymore. They're not necessarily right. a clone. They're not a body snatcher double, but they are not themselves anymore. They've been taken over. Yeah. yeah. Isn't there a line that says like, either in this video or another one, it's hard to keep them all straight, but yeah. at some point something is said that like, they're not the, they've become something else. Yeah, there's that for sure. I mean, it's clear, like the body snatcher thing is very obvious. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of like reference, not references, but like um, just building blocks that are that are being built from creatively here. There's that, obviously. There's David Lynch shit, obviously, like I brought up. But then there's shit, like there's some annihilation going on in here. There's a lot of resonance with with like Lovecraft shit, like this fucking thing deals with space. Like, yeah, we're we're really going places. This has a lot to do with Neptune of all fucking places. Mm -hmm. Neptune disappeared. Yeah. Neptune and Uranus. I'm sorry, uh, the Iris. I mean, my bad. (laughs) I I had not expected for this story to get as large scale as it did. I had not expected for it to be like on a cosmic level. It really is like shocking that they play it off so well too, because like, like, 
it's this is like like this has more in common like analog horror in general has more in common with creepypasta than just about anything else because like, that's where that storytelling those were those teeth that's where those teeth were cut yeah um but like for something they usually stick to things like unexplainable ghosty things and it's usually like childhood things gone scary like mm-hmm. fucking mickey miss. mouse but with a big creepy grin and like chuck e cheese five nights at freddy's shit yeah. but this one yeah. goes like a very like existential route and it does it mm-hmm. capably in a way that both you can track canonically and like narratively if you work hard enough at it but also that works just on its face on face value most of the time for that those things to hang together is no small feat it's really incredible to me you know what it reminded me of a little bit and andy i know you're a big lost guy it reminded me of like the dharma initiative and like the website that they had they had like this guerrilla marketing around lost for a while where there were these breadcrumbs that you could only figure out more about dharma by going mm. online and doing these, they were like cryptic mm. puzzles and things and like riddles and shit. And I like did that whole, shit. Yeah, the community was all <laughs> working together did. to try and figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just interesting I, to be part of at the time, even if it didn't pay off, you know, for the show. It yeah. Was interesting. It ended up being a big uh, advertisement for the Jeep Compass. I remember yeah, that vividly. It was <laughs> but it was an interesting thing. And there, there's there's elements of that to this that I'm not aware of. Like I'm aware of now, but um, there are social like, uh, media elements also to this, I, yeah. I believe, where there's elements where you could find out more about who Jack is and the the lore and some of the other things that have happened. The companies that are mentioned in the in the videos also, like if you do some digging, there's like I guess websites or something made or a forum where people have talked these things out and figured these things out. I guess. Oh yeah, I mean that's like the, the interactive element is one of the reasons that I don't see this as like a movie <laughs> or even mm-hmm. like even sh- it's closer to a show in that regard, I guess, but like people sitting around and like pouring over data, trying to figure this thing out. It is more lost than it is seven or any yeah. other movie you can think right. of because like there's a social element to it. And then there is like alternate reality game elements to it that both bolster that and also subvert it because you have things that people can build offshoots. That's what happened in Backrooms. The Backrooms is like mostly like in somewhat invented by like a couple guys working together. It happened to Slenderman. That's a great example. Slenderman started off like with just like an image that a guy posted up and invented this thing. And then it became, it took on a life of its own. Everybody started using this character and all kinds of different things. And now it's just kind of part of the ether. So like, I don't know, there's something really fucking great about that. It's, it's, it is like the lost alternate reality game thing, except it's not a big advertisement. And I love that. Um, yeah, and there is like like I don't know about websites. I'm sure that's probably true. I haven't seen them though, but I do know for a fact that the video game commercial that they have, they have a playable version of that. Yes, game that is a play, real video game. Yeah, canonically and it, involved with the it story. It has several was, endings yeah. to it. Yep. Yeah. Then there's a guy well, who I, made a video about all the endings he went through and figured out how to get to. Yeah, them. I went down that rabbit hole too. Of the guy figured out all five endings is like this is the camp counselor or this is uh, yeah they play into like there's like Jack, the others like going that, through his was thing. that the Nexpo video because that's the one I watched that did it. I'm trying. I, I, I want to name drop some of these people because I like their content. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did too. I, this guy did it, it like he was almost doing a uh, you know a commentary on the movie. Like he would, mm-hmm. he would do voiceovers like throughout the movie of like, this is what I thought about the movie. At the very end, he goes, this is what I think the movie's about. 
Yeah, I think that's it's either Nexpo or it's like there's probably a dozen of those, honestly. But there's sure. Nexpo, there's Nightmine, there's uh, uh, Inside of Mine, Windagoon. There's like all these b- different people that center themselves, their content around dissecting this stuff. And I'm right. so grateful for them because that is like <laughs> that is the natural conclusion. That's what all you want to do. And it's almost impossible to find anybody to talk to about it who's not already involved in it. So yeah, I believe Nexpo might be the video that you watch, John. That's he does the entire commentary over the. I might have been. I don't know. I'll look it up. And then while Ryan you guys Hollinger did one Mac too. Mac was like he does the gameplay. Um, because I didn't even I, that, I thought that was really interesting that they actually made a game also that you could actually yeah. find and and play. That's pretty rad. It looks rough, I mean, but I was I was so taken with like Cloverfield for doing the same thing. But because that was what it was, it was a fucking, it was a a produced film made by people who want to make money. There's like very specific things that it would not experiment with in the same way. Like it just wasn't as free and open as Mm -hmm. this is. It's just such blue sky with it was next month. So it was was great. I don't know. Like we haven't really touched on too many of the segments. I don't know if you guys want to kind of try and go through some of the segments a little bit. Sure. Uh, so storm safety tips is the next video. There's several parts to this one. Uh, part one is just prepare in advance and fixing any leak structures in your house, blah, blah, blah. It's just making yeah, it, it seems normal. Like it's literally about just a storm, you know, coming your way and just, you know, learning to install early, early warning systems and create a bunker. But then we find out that there's definitely more to that bunker mm-hmm. theme. Yeah. We, I don't know if I trust that bunker, you know? Yeah, bunkers exactly. in the game. yeah, it's just true because <laughs> yeah, you, the- you think that like the bunker is to keep things at bay, but it might actually be used for other nefarious reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, and there are weird details about it, like oh, it should have a an aluminum dome in the center. Yeah, and you should put your radio within four to five feet of it. Yeah, um, I was really. That's odd. That's odd. Uh, yeah, it's like step one: quietly take your family to your bunker. And then it says, like, your home does not belong to you now. And I was just like, oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. Uh, step two, turn on the shortwave radio. Ignore all sound produced by the radio. These are auditory hallucinations. Yeah. Okay. Uh, step three. Like that kind of fucks calm. with my brain. <laughs> your tears mm-hmm. are filled with salt. Uh, good to know. That's good. <laughs> There's still wording yeah. in some of these things. It's like, uh, okay, okay. The intentionality is so unclear, but it yeah. seems sinister. Like, it seems like, is this yeah. possible? Like. It always is like just on the cusp of sinister until it goes full bore, you know, like it'll go. Yeah, yeah. It does a really good job, though, of sort of straddling that mm-hmm. line for a while. Um, with, for sure. Like, yeah. You know something's off. Yes. You but you're, you you're not sure what for a long time. Yeah, exactly. And then you, you don't have the... enough of the parts yet to put it together. You're just like, right. I don't know what's going on. Like, OK, there's a storm coming. And a lot of the, the videos, in they, the field there. they sorry, go, go back to. Oh, I'm sorry. A lot of the I videos, they you. go back to that very normal, cheerful kind of tone from the beginning of the video. That just like, oh, you've just watched an, an, inform- an informal, <laughs> yeah. uh, what's the word I need? Um, informative video. Yeah, and you yeah. are now equipped to defend your home. So like, yeah. it's like, oh. You know what's yeah, interesting like, about that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no. Randy's been trying to talk for like 10 minutes and I keep talking. No, I, no, I just can't stop myself from interjecting constantly. Um, <laughs> But like one thing that I noticed, like that I think about with this whole thing this whole thing is like there are moments like that that are really just like genuine genuinely kind of funny almost mm-hmm. as a con- counterpoint to what you've just seen or as like there's some things that are said that are just like even the stuff that seems creepy sometimes like okay holy shit it's just <laughs> kind of funny and it makes me think like this is it's so crazy that this has shared so much aesthetics with things like uh check it out with steve Brule and like all these comedic shows 
and all the like late night adult swim stuff. There's such a weird crossover in this realm between comedy and horror. And I like I love that the horror stuff is finally kind of getting its due because I, I feel like it's finally kind of come into its own to some degree. Um, but with Skinnamarink and those sort of things. And uh, like Steve Brule has been around for 15 years now or whatever. So I don't know. I just think it's so interesting how it's so easy to evoke both comedy and horror. <laughs> and this guy might be a fan of those uh, that you mentioned, probably. And that could be an inspiration for him too. And then there's a fine line between comedy and horror, too. They, they go together very well. Yeah, it's all about timing, too. And like things can be funny, but off at the same time. You know, like we can mm-hmm. get a laugh at some of this wording the text that comes on screen but at the same time it makes you think when you start thinking like ramifications or like what it means exactly like part three yeah too many cooks is hilarious and and scary as fuck at the same time if you think the storm has passed carefully leave your bunker to survey for damage if your house has been severely damaged check for movement inside that's where i was like well that's weird if you do that if everybody's in the bunker do you hear the chime you are safe the storm has passed over what's the chime look to the field do you see the lights Return to your bunker. The audio is distorted somewhat here, I said, in a creepy manner, which I really do dig when they they cut the audio a little bit in these videos. Mm -hmm. It adds so much to the aesthetic. And the video cuts to like an open field, possibly at dusk, and we see like a series of lights go off on the horizon, which we don't know. It's very ominous. We don't know at that that moment. Those are supposed to be like the gardeners or the the wood crawlers, if you will. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, and then there's like, I think it says like, listen under your feet, crawling through the floor. Mm-hmm. The video cuts and we get a glimpse of what looks like a speaker to me. Um, yeah. Something like you would see it, like maybe an airport, like an outside sort of like venue um, where there's a lot of like a siren. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was some kind of like warning device, like maybe a, yeah, a loudspeaker. Right? For I took that to be the chime. Like, that's yeah, what that's I, what I was thinking. It's the chime. And you see it again. in other. Make... You see it in other formats. You see it in the video game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see it later on in, in another one of the other videos. Um, so, yeah. And then it just ends with congratulations. You are now equipped to defend you and your family against storm. Exclamation. I can feel it. Great. <laughs> yeah. And then the next then the one ne- is actually. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Jack, go ahead. You, you, go ahead. you set it up. Uh, so the next one goes into. Um, oh, also just going back to the second one for a minute. I just wanted to point that point out that at the beginning it says brought to you by Harbinge Technologies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's That's... referred back to several times, Harbinge Technologies. Um, In fact, they produce the, you know, several security systems or whatever that you can use, or the early warning systems. And the radio. Yep. So, yep. You're going to get Crystal Lake? Don't go there. Yeah. (laughs) It's got a death curse. Um, That's one of the things that actually is a little bit of a ding for me, too, though, is the Harbinge Technologies. Yeah. The what is it? The Regnad computing. Yeah. It's like danger backwards. The, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Little, it's like eh, it's a little. That's a little like rote creepy pasta for my taste. Or it's like you know, it it has the intention of feeling clever, but it just feels very obvious. Yeah. So yeah. I, but again, those are things I don't love. But if you consider how young the filmmaker probably yeah. is, then it's like okay, I probably wrote similar shit like that. You know, like one thing I do really like obvious, that, you know, right. It's like, it might be obvious and maybe it's on purpose. Maybe it's not, but you know, like sometimes like, like big corporations are fucking evil. Sometimes like they are nefarious, <laughs> like they're coming out with something that seems like, Oh, this is a family protection storm warning system. But technically it's really a system to help get the aliens into your fucking brain. Like maybe so, like, just look at the ring camera. Yeah, exactly. So like, I don't know. There's something <laughs> to that data so to police. It's on the nose, yes, but at the same time, you know, I don't know. 
that this well, it's it, it's like the social commentary of big business, right? Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. that's all it is. And know, that's like, the thing is like, I feel like you don't need to make that silly little wordplay to sell that home. But Jacqueline's sure. right. Like this is any of these critiques that I'm giving are mostly like ignorable because the effect is still really great. I just think if they had called it like Collins Technologies, yeah. it would have been just as effective. You yeah. know what I mean? So the third one is it, the artificial computer learning video, which yeah. seems pretty interesting to be taking place in the 80s they had this technology but this is alien technology possibly right that we're getting so that's why right i actually I really enjoyed that the i i love the, the, the 80s computers you know the oh, old yeah. macs or whatever they were the apples or mm-hmm. pro black screen and the like long, yeah mm-hmm. that shit it's it's really well done i like that this is one of my least favorite bits though because it's uh segments because it's it's lore heavy and that's fine and that's interesting but it also like like the the regnad thing puts a uh, bad taste in my mouth i think for the rest <laughs> of it where i'm just kind of like this feels like and because it's so text-based it feels exactly like a creepypasta and mm. i don't know that the video format is all that necessary for that and that mm-hmm. which is what's the benefit like what's the benefit of doing this in video format if it's something that's all text you know what i mean um, it doesn't yeah. feel like an instructional video, so it doesn't have that nostalgia connection. True. It just, at least, not on the same level for me. But... It was a lot of reading in this uh, series. You're yeah. Like, yeah, there was like, a lot like, of time. I missed that. Hold on, rewind. Oh, yeah. okay. you know, like, like, go ahead. So the AI supposedly is supposed to create like a child's um, storybook. That was the task it was given, and then it does several iterations of that as it improves. Apparently, like supposedly mm-hmm. improves them. Mm-hmm. But there's like more cryptid stuff, like cryptic stuff. As it improves, each story gets different, and almost every time, Jack is not like it's like something bad happens to Jack in it. Mm-hmm. Or Mary. Yeah, um, I got the first one was Jack left over over the river, and Mary to follow together. Travel follow the secret. Jack the river, it is dead. Let me bring up a point because the whole thing didn't make any fucking sense until I started watching other videos. I was just like, oh, okay. So they were characters in this series. Mm -hmm. And I went, well, the wildlife. Okay. That makes more sense. And I liked it more. But like, if if you initially watch this, you're, you're going like, this is a child story and it's getting more sadistic. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. You don't find out until. It's just like it it has to live both as 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 like kind of creepy on its face and also like you get the retrospect benefit, which is makes repeat viewings kind of fun, you know? Right. Oh, absolutely. I I, I saw several of these more than once. The idea of Jack and Mary, those are very generic names. And you're Mm -hmm. just giving me this story of it's getting a little more sadistic and a little more dark as you know, these iterations are coming up and you're like, oh, yeah, that, that is kind of creepy. But yeah, like this video is how does it add to this? And then this video is more dive in. With, like these this company, like this is these are the invaders. They've infiltrated companies or whatever. Sure. This is their way of like indoctrinating people. It sounds like to me almost like this AI is their way of um I don't know, like they're scripting things a certain way. Because like as like you said, John, like as the stories go. They're telling you more and more like uh, literally the last one is almost telling you like listen to the silver box the stars are moving now do you see the hungry eye here i am like it's announcing itself almost but mm-hmm. right it's 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 interesting it's but like, at us. like you said andy though it's not as um i don't know it's just not as entertaining as some of the other videos 
because it's mostly. I just don't think it maximizes the format. Is really it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree with Randy. Is that this requires repeat viewings? So you kind of pick up on these little things because it's just the first time you watch it, you're like, "This is okay." It, it's creepy. It's it, it's making me feel uncomfortable. But what does it have to do with the rest of the story? And then mm-hmm. you kind of dive into this. You go down the rabbit hole. You're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, it's this like was the it's, video. I'm no, sorry. Uh, this was the one where I sort of started getting tuned into what was going on as a viewer for me, at least where I was just sort of like, okay, like there's an image like, yeah, we, they showed us the wood crawler, just those legs or whatever. But, you know, like we said, that was a little cheesy, but I, I could tell yeah. something's going on. And I started leaning towards like, all right, I'm thinking aliens maybe, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's just elements of this. We get that image where we, we see that distorted, uh, drawing or like what or it was like a real picture where they drew over it like there was something in the air and it said intent and alive and but it was like mm-hmm. distorted and it, pl- it bleeps on real quick on the screen and then it comes off and you're just sort of like well what the fuck was that and then yeah it's like the jacob's ladder scenario where it gets darker and darker and darker but it's so ambiguous mm-hmm. you're just mm-hmm. kind of like it's not. It's such a weird narrative. Cho- well, narr- like it's, it's an experimental narrative form. You know what I mean? Like sure. Other where it's like it reminds me, and I have not finished this. I think Jacqueline, you were one of the 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 pictures for this particular franchise or uh, property, but House of House of Leaves, the book, yes. where it's like it's it's told through like found papers and from different perspectives, and like the way it's. It it comes from so many different perspectives and so many unreliable perspectives and so many yes. untold perspectives. You don't even know whose perspective you're supposed to be in. Right. That it's hard to it's hard to make them coalesce in your mind and form that narrative until you've seen a certain amount and then things start to click into place. So in order to get to that point, you really have to be patient with. This. And that's yes. true of a lot of the best analog horrors. Skin and Marink was the same way, and I loved that. Yes. So. Yeah, and so I feel like your like your patience gets rewarded with this. And I would say moving on to the fourth video for me, that's where things started to click on in my brain. Yeah, that's the big with one. this the the solar system video. Mm-hmm. And once again, it starts off totally normal. The you know first we'll talk about the sun. Without the sun, nothing can live. You know, Earth would be a cold mm-hmm. dead rock. And but then it's Mercury, Venus, and then Earth. So things start to get a little weird with Earth. There are little words that Earth. are put into the description though there's like the gateway the lens well yeah yeah, but hold on i'm not even there like those to me are more overt (laughs) yeah but Mm -hmm. earth is where it's it's like subtly ominous it says earth one of the only planets in our solar system capable of supporting life and i was like excuse me one of yeah one of Okay. Didn't they say the Um, only or (laughs) one of the only they said one of and that's no it's like one of the, the only. only would have been the expected thing for them to say. It is very yes. subtle. And then Jupiter, it, it go it specifically goes out of its way to say that the great red spot is not an eye. Mm. Like, thank you. I didn't think that. <laughs> thank you for clarifying. <laughs> Did you see it. like that it flashed, um, right? Like it flashed to some the different Jupiter text one? there for uh was it Jupiter? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, for, it's, um, it's, a, it's an open wound or something like that. It's an open wound. It's an yeah, open Jupiter's wound, red spot is not an eye, and then yeah. it flashes to it's an open wound, and I'm like, that is oh, okay. repulsive. <laughs> yeah, very. That's upsetting to me. <laughs> uh, and then Saturn gets real weird. Real weird. It says the rings are a sight to behold. They are the gateway. Mm. Okay. I still don't know what that. Oh. <laughs> 
But the and gateway then, um, is mentioned a few times, so you know there's some sort of like intention behind it. Yeah. Right. And Uranus is normal than Neptune. A large storm rages in the planet called the Great Dark Spot. It is the lens. And it says Neptune has been mutated. Again, that's just one of those little subtle things that like you don't necessarily know exactly what it means. Like mutated into what? There's a shift. Like what could that mean? Neptune yeah. turns a little bit and we see a red like like blemish on it or something. Yeah, like a dark a dark, yeah, a dark spot. splotch or something. But so you don't know exactly what it means, but just the the concept of a planet being mutated, it suggests like a, a malicious intent, you know? Like oh, if it's mutated, something has someone <laughs> has done something to it, you know, and that's that's disturbing. Yeah, absolutely. I and think then that, finally, like, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna say like, and like over time, you start to see like that Neptune. It, Neptune's the logo of Gemini. It's got like kind of an mm-hmm. eyeball in that storm section mm-hmm. there. Like it's it, and you see like some of those schematics. You see, like it, it, it starts to really click with those sort of things. And I think you're right that like for me, that's when sort of the pieces started showing some connection between each other and it wasn't just yeah. like creepy words. You so know? what I exactly, started gathering exactly. was that they show that after this, we see Neptune that we see what looks like a, like Neptune open up and like, like light beams out of it, right. Across the solar mm-hmm. system. Yeah. And that's what I took. Yeah. It's like, well, Neptune's been mutated and that's like, it's delivering something to earth or mm-hmm. where other planets, at least from, you know, the Iris or on behalf of the Iris. Or yeah. yeah. So I'm sorry. Did the ray of light shoot out of Neptune or did it shoot out of the Iris? It looks like Neptune. It's blue. Neptune okay. to me. It's got the, okay. like, it's always in that same spot. It's coming from the spot is always in the same position on the globe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely like meant to be, which makes okay. me think that they mutated the planet and used it as a device to like shoot out their virus or whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah. It's making its way to us. Yeah. Somehow. yeah. The next and one is it ends normally. <laughs> totally normal. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. So the, the, iris, the iris is yeah. important. It says it is with us now laughing at us. And then the whole thing, is that what you've got behind your head? Yeah. Andy, oh, on yeah. Your uh, background thing. It like turns as though it were like an eyeball. And it, mm-hmm. it looks like it's looking at you. Yeah, it focuses. It's a planet, but it looks like an eye that's looking at you. It's well, I was sure was it supposed to represent Venus because I don't remember. Did they talk about Venus? They did. Well, they did. Okay. Yep. They talk about everything, and then they end with Pluto and make like a dumb joke about yeah, Pluto yeah. not being a planet anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they go. It's not <laughs> going anywhere. It's on the edges, soon. but it's yeah, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's still a planet. It's like actually. <laughs> but yeah, the Irish yeah. thing was definitely. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. yeah. It so I take that as just like us. this kind of mysterious planet that sort of like appeared or like intruded into our solar system. It reminded me of like Hal from um Yes. What's it? Uh 2001. 2001, yeah. Just mm-hmm. the image of it like the 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 ring with like an It could have that effect could have so easily been dumb, like seemed dumb, but like I don't know what no. it is. It just worked. You know what I mean? It, like this is why I don't neg- like I don't bash the series too hard for things like the spider legs and things like that. I think those like and it, there's a couple of them that are even worse than that first one. But it's like like things like this that like make it be like, OK, it's fine. Like clearly, you know, a misfire here and there is going to happen with a self-made project that is like, oh, I, I don't know how many people he got to work in his corner for this. The Remy or whoever his name is mm-hmm. like, but. This is this is a labor of love. So for it to not have mistakes would be un, uh, un, unfathomable. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Seeing like the really good stuff, it keeps you in, it keeps your head in the game, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the fact mm-hmm. that this video goes into space and deals with these elements, where I was I was actually pretty impressed by this one. I was like, wow, 
And like you said, the the, the aesthetic of, of the Irish may not be like the best CGI, but it looks pretty cool. And like Jacqueline, you said, you, you can notice if you're watching, it focuses on you, the viewer. And like that hit for me, I was like, oh, <laughs> looking right at me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got to say, like the first time I watched this, I, I, I was just like, am I supposed to be scared by this? I mean, there were certain mm-hmm. parts that really kind of disturbed me, but I was just like, uh, the second time I went, oh, okay. I see where they're going here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's not like the scariest visual on its own. It, it really, no. it's an, like you have to see it as an existential threat. And if that hasn't sold for you yet, then yeah, I can imagine it being like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, so <laughs> that's what it was until I like really dove into it. I went, oh yeah, that is fucking creepy. Well, yeah. Cause at that moment, we're just, we've been focused on the night, the, the wood crawlers and like the human element. Yeah. Of- doppelganger yeah. like that and it seems like I mean, a much did you smaller not scale know this was an alien movie like from the beginning <laughs> wood crawlers mm. who knows man like i, d- I didn't know into- first time you watched it i'm not into birds or like um you know night crawlers or stuff like that i thought it could have been like something that burrows into wood or i'm just not that I mean, dude i don't live in um, minnesota until you saw those cardboard legs come out well, once come i on. saw that yeah <laughs> i knew it was it's spot. definitely a creature, but like, you, I mean, that's the thing is like in the next video, they mentioned skinwalkers, which is like a Native American yeah. uh, like exactly. thing that exists like in culture. So yep. it's it could it could be other things. And the fact that they rolled that into here is, is such a funny and it's a good way of muddying the waters in, in a good way. <laughs> well, it could be like these things have been because so timeline wise, 1930 is like seems like the catalyst for this like when mm-hmm. everything started popping off 30 35 um mm-hmm. was w- the that's the earliest it goes back i think as far as timing when it drops any dates yeah and so like that ties into the camp because the camp's been there that long right mm-hmm. so yeah that's video. so that's the next video yeah. um oh, and i don't think we one? need to like camp. cover all of the details no. but i will say that the yeah. most important thing about that video is how it does start to reveal some of the lore of this that like it goes back oh, to yeah. 1935 yeah. and is talking about how there were rumors around this camp man. the moonlight acres uh, family mm-hmm. camp um rumors of these strange well-dressed man men coming and asking every night like trying to gain access to the admin office and then one night a deal was made we don't mm-hmm. know exactly what that deal entails and then they left forever. Yeah, and of yeah, course, so- we revisit that in later videos. But it at least sets up something. that you are like, okay, this goes back a ways. At first, when they were talking about well-dressed men, I took that as like the men in black, like the FBI. I heard somebody else, like one of the videos I watched, somebody said that. I did not like take it that way, but you could definitely. I did at first, but then I realized that later on through more like look digging a little bit more that they were they're implying more that it could have been skinwalkers, like the aliens mm-hmm. themselves um, approaching the because there's something with this campground that seems to be is this like where the main nest is or i i think so like i mean well it's it's where the famous lights in the sky event is yeah. this is where like mm-hmm. i think that like and the harvest in the in the most recent like in the library section mm-hmm. we find mm-hmm. out a lot more about like the first contact that was made by from some guy's journal who made first contact. He's like i had a vision and all this stuff in the 30s and then a deal was made, and the deal was broken, and then this seems to be this after the plague that descended or whatever. Yeah, so like canonic, like ca- the the canon isn't isn't fleshed out here yet, but you're starting to really get a picture of like, okay, so like people are involved with this, not just mm-hmm. like as victims, but mm-hmm. not necessarily just as victims. Maybe people are 
bringing this on in some way. Maybe this is something that some group prays to, or who knows, you know, like the, the mind reels at this yeah, point. They're collaborating, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, maybe because they're like, well, it's just like any story where you see, like they obviously, they want to be, they want to be in on the top floor when the overlords take over. They want to be sure. Yeah. You know I, I mean? for one welcome my new yeah. skinwalker overlords. <laughs> I like the, I like some of the dialogue too in this video. Cause there's like, no need to pitch a tent. You can stay in one of our cabins, completely burrow free. Like I know. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Free, right? Well, again, you got to watch it again and again. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's the thing is, like I, that one's creepier. Not knowing for me, it's like, and the speakers are at what? the campsite too. <laughs> that's where you see the speakers too. Yeah. Well, I got to say, Randy, that didn't bother me as much. I did, like the no. knocking at the door. That was cool. Whoa. It says, it was, do not answer that that the knocking at the door. Yeah, and then it shows us yeah. like, the people that have yeah, their yeah. vessels now. Like, I vessels. Was like, oh, yeah, so-and-so answered oh, the, the door. Thing, so-and-so yeah. answered the door. Yeah. So-and-so mm-hmm. answered the door. And then it shows a little spindly leg thing and says... Yeah, a little spider um, boy. Uh, it says, asked to enter. Mm. You got a little Ooh. it monster there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. That's the like. It's cool, but like, I don't like the the shape of the monster, or whatever. Like the, all that stuff. Like whenever they go too, he goes too deep, showing like those specific monsters. It does not work for me in a horror sense. It works for me in a I'm interested in the story sense, and yeah. you know, like all that stuff. But that's the stuff that like does not frighten me. It does not give me the existential willies. I I would rather not see it. It's the Bruce yeah. the shark thing. Yeah. There's different versions of these monsters too. Now mm-hmm. that I've realized some like, of the other ones are cool. So the wretched hand the wretch is pretty interesting. That's the one that interests Which one's the wretch? that's the one that's like an amalgamation of animals and oh yeah. Uh so like basically like the the people at this campsite we find out with like they were basically making a deal with these well dressed men to sacrifice people or children to the um i don't know like the monster or whatever it was you know uh the iris you kind of find out later about that they turn again yeah there's one there's one excerpt where they're talking about like oh well, we're gonna give it a bear like how would it know like you know we, we're yeah. not gonna give it kids that's just as good right but it, it ends up that the bear it knows that you gave it a bear and it turns that bear into a wretched monster that mm-hmm. like terrorizes this area forever after that like and yeah. we find out that several of the key characters that we start to hear about, they've been like uh, absorbed by this thing. So it's like a uh, almost like annihilation, like you mentioned, too, with the bear. Yeah. And we see that image of the bear where it's an image of a bear wildlife that you would see here. And then you just see spindly shit coming out of it all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, thing, the thing. That was, again, one of those ones where I could just and I think it's just being able to tell when something is a modern technology and interloping into this anachronistic look. Mm-hmm. kind of like it, it it loses me just a little bit but yeah. I, I understand the, the impulse there to try and make that work i think that if they had just like flashed it on screen as like a different shape and like a completely different shape not just like drew on a f- couple branches yeah yeah, yeah they, or even like crossed out or something like i don't know like there yeah. i i feel bad even like cr- critiquing that or whatever because that's just i don't know it's so DIY that I feel like every ding is also a charm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It sort of is, you know, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Is the next one, the Jack Wilder one. The next next one is the lethal Lethal omen video game. Yeah. Oh, okay. I found this very interesting. Doom. Part of, yeah, it's very doom before doom. It reminded me of uh, Wolfenstein or Wolfenstein, whatever. But yeah, no, it's very, it, it looks like Minecraft a little bit too. 
But I just thought uh, this one kind of took me out for a minute, not out in a bad way, but just sort of like, oh, I wasn't anticipating this. You know what I mean? Like a, a video game. I disagree. I thought this I thought this was awesome. Yeah, because no, it, it is like, cool. It, it just gave you this like whole reach around, wrap around of the whole story of like what's going on here. Because it, it starts at camp. this camp. We see the camp, yeah. We see archery yeah. and and yeah. then we see these like weird people that come out of the, the brush, out of the trees, mm-hmm. and like they're like very they look all the same and you could tell like oh those these are the people that have been copied um and then we see we see the vi- we see the a visualization of the the mo- uh, nature's mockery too we see that like tp looking it looks like a bush or like a tree and then you mm-hmm. kind of go around it you look into it and you see a person's face in there well see i didn't notice that until i started watching the other youtube yeah. videos i was just like yeah. what the fuck is that oh that is a face that's so like legs like and arms hanging out of it yeah, there's different levels to these aliens and like part of the the thing that they leave behind is like this sort of they, they affect the agriculture and they yeah. like a like a plant created by them that mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. were to mess with can absorb you or like infect you. It can give you those uh that bone uh, the root disease or whatever it is. Yeah. The bulbs. Yeah, the bulbs. So you know, th- there's different levels to these things that like of how how it works like their economy or how everything is sort of situated. It's it's, inter- it's interesting to break down. I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. That one. I thought it was uh, pretty funny like, in that game. You actually see the 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 what do they call the woodwalkers or whatever? Like you see the legs come out in the video game. That well, he gets funny. in the bunker. Yeah, yeah. and it didn't bunker. really work out. And yeah, then <laughs> yeah, they start to break in. Dome and we see the yeah, yeah and we see the uh, radio. The radio. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. through the wall, we start seeing like these spindly legs come through. And then yeah. at night. He sees, um, he sees the iris like watching. He looks over. That was awesome. right behind him yes. the whole time, like watching. Um, I just said, yeah, that was pretty interesting. And I mean, then it's like, bye now. <laughs> and I, yeah, I just a- thought the video itself was interesting. <laughs> and then I found out later that there is an actual game that people mm-hmm. have gone into to look for clues. I was like, wow, that's a whole nother step to get into. Well, again, that's something you have to watch on YouTube because yeah. you get to see like the actual five endings oh, that that's was cool. supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. But we also and haven't so- touched on the fact that this show. These shows, like I watched them all today for the first time, but they've been released over time for the past three years. Yeah. And it, like just recently, there was a new one really released like a couple of days ago. But like for the most part, they've been released on like six month periods or so, it seems maybe or I don't know, like maybe less. Around that. Or so. But for the people that have been following along the whole time, there's a lot of time to digest the next episode, the last episode, and then talk about it probably in these communities and come up with like theories on what's going on. So that's a good point. That's how you drive people fucking insane. Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> people that it's are like really breaking bad, you know? Yeah. Come on, people theorizing like crazy. It's the best. Yep. Like, the, like that's where conspiracy theory brain, that's where it shines. That's where it belongs is in, <laughs> in these sort of realms where you're just speculating what might happen next. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like the, the video game as like an extra media thing. The video I liked mostly because it was such a format break. Like all the other things yeah. have been instructional. Like this is, this is the first one that's been truly an entertainment piece at least ostensibly an entertainment piece except for i guess maybe like the wild weirdest animals or whatever but there's there's an element of education and mm-hmm. shit to all the other videos that this is just like no this is a commercial for a video game that's the new like i don't know it, it's just nice for it to step out of its comfort zone a little bit and we see even more of that a couple shorts away but the next one is back to business it's the sleep yeah. image visualizer oh i thought oh. it was the wilderness survival guide oh i'm sorry no that 
You're, you're oh, right. Is that Jack Wilder? You're, yeah. you're totally right. Yeah. But real quick, just while we're on the topic, um, if you guys watched the box set on the YouTube channel, did you see the very first one, which was like channel surfing? Yeah. That was so cool. It was like somebody flipping <laughs> through all the channels on the TV and it's like quickly showing you just a second or two of each of the videos. So it looks like you're channel oh, surfing in 1985. Clip? I think and it's then the acts commercial as a trailer. Yeah, exactly. So like, oh, mm-hmm. you you see a couple of seconds of the commercial for the video game. Oh, ch- change the channel. Oh, now it's this animal video. Oh, change the channel. Now it's our solar system. And it looks like you're channel surfing in 1985, but you're seeing That's little rad. blips mm-hmm. of each of these segments. Yeah, it's a smart way to get get a get a trailer together for for this sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah. yeah, the Wilderness Survival Guide is next with Jack Wilders. That's we get the last name of our titular Jack, not titular, our Jack character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly, the first time I watched this, I did not connect him to the previously named Jack. I was not really thinking that was his middle name. Dean his last was name was name. Dean. Yeah, I think oh, was it? Was okay, see, I didn't even catch that. I didn't catch that either. I watch way too many. Mary's YouTube last videos. name is Dean as well. Uh, oh, that's that's right. Right. oh, you know what? Yeah, oh, that is right because they that's in the Christmas party episode yeah, or whatever. That's yep. true. The Christmas yeah. special. Christmas special. Yep. I guess Jack Wilder <laughs> is is a, is a stage name for his guy. It's kind of like uh, Steve Irwin. Too soon. Yeah, that's what I, that's how I took it. <laughs> I mean, his kids are like in their thirties, so I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So this one is cool because it gives you more about the the plant life and how the plant is nature's mockery. And I feel like there's a little bit of a blurred line there because in the very first video with the animal facts, it sounded like the animal, like the wood crawlers were also known as nature's mockery. And maybe they are, but here it's telling you that there's a plant called nature's mockery. So maybe it's both. Didn't yeah. didn't they flash something up uh, that said nature's mockery yeah, uh, when the legs came in? Yeah, yep. that's what Jacqueline was saying. Is like oh, yeah, re- that's video. what we associate it with originally. Okay, okay. And yeah, then this kind of is the other thing the the mass of what we eventually come to know as roots or whatever. Yeah, um, that basically consumes you, but like you still like you as an entity are still retained within it, but your actual like corporal body like completely metamorphosizes into yeah. something else yeah. yeah which which is what i loved about that is they showed the animals it was a bear it was a cougar it was mm-hmm. a moose and then they showed the plants they, yep. they showed the plants individually it was uh what poison ivy mm-hmm. sumac or something like that whatever it was called I don't and know. Then, it was, yeah. just like yeah. a normal plant and then yeah. nature's yeah. mockery nature is like I see that as like, I mean, I definitely, honestly, I, I, I take everything in this as intentional, whether or not effectively intentional is to be seen is up yeah. to interpretation. But like, I think of this whole thing as very like cosmic horror, very Lovecraftian, yes. where all of everything that is not, everything that is a monster to me in this is a hive mind with the iris. They are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like when it says nature's mockery, I think that's just literally any offshoot of the iris. I think that that makes perfect sense for them to label them. Because okay. they try to they that try to uh, infiltrate nature, you know, in some way, like mocking it almost, you know. Yeah. And it's like a blaspheming of yeah. nature. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh the yeah. plant, you got to watch out cuz uh some of the symptoms are hallucinations, sudden muscular uh, paralysis, body disfigurement, and flesh decay. So Ooh, it sounds nasty. Some, yeah, put a little blood spray death. on and some ointment or something when you touch that one. Yeah, I'll my lotion. Yeah, notably not death. Death is not yeah. on that list. Not yet. That's yeah. terrible. Un- That's the which one is thing terrible. Yeah. I also like John. You touched on this earlier, but it was 
sounds to avoid coyotes, cougars, and auditory hallucinations of a man crying out for help. <laughs> Dude, that shit, that shit hits either really hard or really dumb. I can't like for me, it hit great, it but I could hard. totally see hit both for me. I like yeah, that. I could totally see like it was terrifying, but then you realize it's the back of him, and he's sort of just lost. Yeah, he's he he's walking around in a T pose almost, like yeah. like he's I almost like envision like a monster under him, like that's his his hand as a puppet, and he's like, help me. Oh, yeah. When you walk closer, yeah. the real monster comes up and grabs yeah, you. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Randy, it, it hit me dumb the first time I heard it. And when you actually saw the guy and he's just like stoic and just mm-hmm. not doing anything, mm-hmm. that's when it terrified me. So I was right. like, it, it was like first, vice versa. I was like, oh, this is stupid. Oh, that's So that's God. where the Skinwalker lore came from, right? Like because of these people being out there. Like, I guess so. they're off, right? They don't seem like themselves. So people probably saw this and said, Something's wrong with that. And that's the only thing they could connect it to was the skinwalker lore of like Native Americans, maybe. So that's what they called it. You know, so is this the same thing as the fake people? I think so. I don't know. I think people are, I, th- I think they are the fake people. It's an unknowable entity that's doing these things. And so, like, to me, it's all like, it's cool to like parse like what what you can from it. But ultimately, you're not going to be able to get the full breadth of what these things are. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a perfect setup for like, the mystery to stay alive, even in the answers, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe it's a movie mistake because if you go back, they said they take away their screams, right? Or, or, yeah, or but like, I don't think voices. that that's a person anymore. The thing is like their own walking screams. around screaming. I don't, I see that yeah. as like a pod person. Yeah. And it's a trap. The real person I, is somewhere turning into a bundle of vines. <laughs> like it's Donald Sutherland pointing at you going, dang it, John, exactly. you just stole the joke I was about to make. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Ja- Jacqueline, tell your joke. No, it's too late. Uh, the line that, that really Jack. got me is thanks. I'll take credit for it. That was good. <laughs> um, the line that that really got to me was where it says, "If you hear any of these sounds, leave the area immediately. If you hear them, they have already heard you." Yeah, and there's Ooh. a tip too for in case you're infected by one of these things. Uh, forcefully remove uh, the thing <laughs> embedded in your body. <laughs> yeah, that's not usually the medical advice you get. <laughs> no. no, no. no. Okay, so get that thing out of there. You've been impaled by a stake. Yeah. Take it out. No. I think it's I asked Joey. Artery. He said, no, that's wrong. <laughs> no, that is wrong. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> yep. All right. And then mm-hmm. uh, next one, Randy, is a sleep image visualizer. Right. Again, from Harbinge, Technolo- Harbinge Technologies. This is where we get introduced to weirdo CG oh, face. That thing... Like, I don't know, like the dummy face, the whatever it is. The man, yeah. yeah, I think it becomes a mannequin in the video game. So like, I've seen that that's supposed to be the well dressed man. Yep. That doesn't yeah, make I sense. To me, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't think it needs, like, that's one of the th- things that doesn't make sense to me. And I don't think it needs to. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the weaker ones for me in part Same. because of that. But, but also, like, seeing that, like, the guy sit down and it's just the head on there or whatever, it's just, it's a, you can kind of see the seams on that in a way that's mm-hmm. not, not that scary. I do like the correlations uh, between the headset and the bunker, the storm, because yeah. like, it's the same premise. They're just uh, making it smaller and able to put on your head now. Right. I, I think that this is like another one of the ones that's like very lore heavy and uh, and lighter on the scares. And those are the ones that don't land for me. And, and I, I, heavy on the lore and more of the CGI stuff that I don't think I, works as well. I like the story of... Uh, um... The one person, I guess they were in like a, a building and there was just this kind of screaming or this humming of uh, 
some sort of creature where it was like mm-hmm. it might be the chime. You know, they were, huh? Maybe that's maybe. The yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I don't know. Could be. It's, there's so much left. Do you remember that one though, where it was like a row row of seats and yes, you know, it was it? I kind of like that one. Yeah. That one looked pretty lynchy to me too. Yeah, there's there's just a lot, and the thing is, like, it's a little disappointing because the sleep image visualizer—that's such a cool concept. I don't, I don't think there's yeah. a whole lot in this one that is the the dream really made the dreams set up totally yeah, worth it. The there were attempts were made. Yeah. What's the point I just don't the think dream? that they. I feel like the non-dream stuff that we've seen so far was more effective. Um, yeah, I can't even really verbalize why. I don't think they should have well, been. I don't like, think the dream stuff. stuff. The dreams don't really move anything forward, in my opinion. No. Yeah. yeah. They were harvesting those dreams and using them to assimilate, you know, the people or something like some. I don't know. Me create a make better, that leap. A better copy of people by be, by learning from their dreams or something. I don't know. Well, it does say. Okay. Please. Well, know if you that were all... paying attention, you knew that Jack was in one of those. He yeah. slept yeah, for three days. Was. Yeah. That was the part that actually stuck with me. Is like all these are like, oh, this dream was recorded over three minutes, four minutes. Three days. I was like, yeah, I holy goddamn. I think that's where we lose Jack as far as a narrative. Like, yeah. he's not a um, trustworthy yeah. narrator. At well, this point. the last one didn't wake up. It yeah. was just like they fell asleep, didn't yeah. wake up. Well, and it's, it's worth, I think, pointing out that it says all sleep image visualizations are automatically sent to and are legal property of Harbinge Technologies. <laughs> so that would suggest that maybe they're being used for some kind of like. I don't, I don't know, like assimilation purposes or mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You, for the artificial intelligence, like data, you yeah, know, that's that, a good like idea. Learning, yeah. learning data, perhaps. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but there, it sounds like they have some kind of interest in maintaining those. It's clear that this thing, the thing that is like the centerpiece is the iris thing. It, it has some control over dreams, and that's what's getting across here. I don't necessarily think. That, like I think that this, like I said, is like just kind of a lore-heavy episode. That is, mm-hmm. it's laying groundwork, but it's not necessarily leaving me with a lot to be frightened. Of. I would have just liked a little quip at the end where it was like, "Now on your sleep image visualizer, you can play Lethal Omen three. <laughs> you can play <laughs> yeah. Doom on it. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> play Doom on anything. That's how you get like the- Wolfenstein. <laughs> Speaking of kids, mm-hmm. yeah, Excellent. this is one of the. This is a good one. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, games uh, for kids brought to you by Optica Video. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yay! Uh, so it shows you a bunch of normal stuff like hide and go seek, freeze tag, sardines. Um, by the way, you I love would. sardines. That's right. I, I thought of you, Jacqueline, when you okay. mentioned our prom night episode. This, this one lost me till. Oh, the did end. I talk about that? What, John? This one lost me till the end. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just like, okay, yay. So uh, there's a correlation this. between the games that they're – each game involves – I get it. Somebody in a sense. Yeah, I understand. Right, yeah, turning them. So. <laughs> and then feed the woods and then it was Well, yeah, just that like, one's just oh. it's just- I liked it. Like, I, to me, like, this one did something that we haven't seen as much of in the recent ones. It didn't feel like it. It felt like this was more drawn out in a way that, like – enhance the anticipation for me so when they finally mm-hmm. did feed the woods and the music dropped i was like here we go oh shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i need to watch this one again because it didn't grab me until the mm-hmm. end i went you know and you saw that the, the crying child face like in the middle yeah, I mean, it was it, it, it would use the aerial, aerial I, like the I, kids, like, I like the kids uh, tearing like there's that moment where we we see the picture of planet earth and it says found mm-hmm. you or whatever yeah because he keeps giving you a buzzer, humor, like, no. Yeah. It's like pointing an arrow, like, is it here? 
Is it here? Is it here? You don't know. What then it just for? reiterated that this is an alien attack. I mean, that that was dumb. I mean, I, well, I, I like, like the wood point, shots in these videos. At this point, we've sort of like figured out that it has something. Agreed. In it. I, I yeah. agree that that's the scarier stuff. So the wood stuff is like like kid telling kids to wander into the woods is fucking yeah, terrifying. The and the, but like I loved the found you with the uh, the globe because <laughs> it just it was like a nice funny capper. Like to me, it was clearly like the it was like the Neptune mention where it's like, <laughs> OK, we're we're rounding things out with a laugh here. That's kind of literally Sauron <laughs> saying, I see you to Frodo. <laughs> It's that mm -hmm. moment. It's like, <laughs> great. <laughs> All right, that is funny. Yeah. And then it kind of gets to some like weird kind of images. It shows you a police car. The police car kind of gets engulfed with the creature legs. It does. Um, yeah. And it tells us the game ends when the forest is fed. That also, looked pretty good. The police car the also police has a car. moment in the, in, the, in the game, apparently, too. One of the end. Yeah. There's a way to glitch out oh, of the it? game. And you can find the police car outside of the like surrounding area or something like that. I saw it from a YouTube. But John, you are right. So the, the image of like the spindly spider-like hands coming out and better. grabbing the car and pulling it. I thought it looked pretty good. It pull it all the way down though. It just pulled it somewhere. No. Waiting for it to like pull yeah. it all the way. Well, and it seemed like, like it was mostly in silhouette. And so yeah. I think yeah. that worked better yeah. because being yeah, in definitely. silhouette, it removes some of the detail that like, and it's the detail that kind of reveals the seams. And yeah, so when it, it, because it's what mostly in silhouette, it, it just looks better. What do you think of the images? Because I feel like at this point, we've seen some images of the wretched or the wretch um, where it looks a little different than the other monsters. Um, it, like it's got the same legs, like arachnid sort of like body, but the hand, it's got like a hand, like a human hand at the end of it at one oh. point. I think it's like root. Like, I, I don't know. I think that there's like a lot of crossover between. Like, I think all these creatures are coming from the same thing. So, like, I don't know if it's a hand or if it's like just spindly, like, so like on Wikipedia, like there's or whatever. There is a breakdown of like the wretches oh, really? sort of thing. The other the yeah. other ones are supposedly called gardeners. They're the ones that burrow yes. around in the, the ones below come up. Well, yeah. And they have the, the glowing eye or whatever, like the iris. But the wretch is supposedly built off of the bear that was sacrificed. And it was sort yeah. of like created as because they didn't do what they were told. And instead Got of sacrificing it. human, they sacrificed the bear. And so this creature was created from the bear's carcass. And it's 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 assimilated like human beings into it. Um, but and there's a video I, I, later on that goes into that. It shows images yeah. of it, right? Where we awesome. see, yeah, we see. Yeah, I didn't get that part of the movie. I, I didn't it get it just, off the bat right away. It flashed very weird, and it's like, okay, yeah, I can kind of see the outline of the face and the thigh or right thigh or whatever they were trying to say. Yeah, I kind of like to me, like the top level is is where it's at. Where like I think that makes sense, uh, like what you're saying, uh, and I guess that like with the lore, what supports what you're what you're pointing out, but like. To me, it's I know that this is a cosmic thing that can alter things around and is trying to take over people's bodies, turn them into fucking root monsters and then letting their their skinwalkers walk around and take people. That's the important stuff to me. All the other monsters are like, I don't need to know the inner workings necessarily. <laughs> like all that's just bonus. So, Randy, if, if you're looking at these like the way they outlined everything is that mm -hmm. this entire monster was just like people being kind of scrunched together with this creature with the with Assimilated, the bear yeah I, yeah i it's mean wretch, yeah yeah i think okay. they're like yeah that's that's what the 
that's at least what the root disease is. Like, that's, okay. I think that's pretty clear by the right. like the episode called root disease. But um, okay. we don't get that until after the set's done. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the next one is for that for years. Mining vehicle, which actually this this is one of the weakest ones to me. Great, mm-hmm. what one? The advanced mining vehicle. It just didn't feel needed. Oh, like I just yeah. didn't need to see anything down. Like I, you already told me there's tunnels, and you already told me that there's monsters down in the tunnels. There, the only thing that it did for me, it showed me the vines and stuff like that. Like early mm-hmm. on, like how how they were working mm-hmm. and sort of coming to the surface at some point. So like they're, you know, there's this like system that they're building underground that is slowly coming up to the the surface. Um, and they're trying to build like the same thing up top, but that these creatures were all automatic. These, these creatures were here for a long time. It seems, you know, in the ocean. Um, we didn't touch on that one episode because it wasn't in the box set anymore, but the deep sea one touches on the ocean. Um, and okay. just in the depths, like these creatures are drawn to the depths. Um, so that's why they burrow into the ground and that's where they live. That's what they called the gardeners, right? The garden. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but just like this, uh, this, I don't know. This video just didn't yeah. do much for me as far as like furthering the lore. Like, like I don't know the company behind making the the little rover or whatever. It just there was nothing in it that like did anything else for any other episodes. It's like a little bit creepy, but it's it's not a person. It's not a living yeah. thing that's in, in right. danger. We're just getting like flashes of what the creature things might be, and we get an image of them that I don't think looks particularly scary. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I agree generally. Like, no, it, it it kept me intrigued. I was just like, "Hey, what's going on? Wait, are those spider webs? Is it cracked? Uh, what's going on here? I don't yeah. know." Yeah, no, so I mean, I'll then say it like, worked. Yeah, so I'll say mm-hmm. like the duration of the video itself um, isn't super effective or or exciting for me, but I do mm-hmm. think that the concept is unsettling if you think about it in a certain yeah. way. Like if you imagine, like right now, underneath the surface of where we're all sitting sitting in different corners of the country or maybe even across the whole world that there's like a whole ecosystem right under the surface of the earth where this species or whatever is lurking um that's our doom like yeah i mean (laughs) and and that it's been there for who knows how long and that we don't even know that you see once in a while like out in the midnight like looking into the sky like there's a reason why he seems weird because maybe one of these guys got to him yeah, maybe. So just I did like, like the way they thought, tied that's... Canada back into it, though, because mm-hmm. Canada was one of the first attacks, right? Well, I blame Canada, obviously. Well, isn't that where the campground is? No, campgrounds in Minnesota. Michigan, Minnesota. Right? Minnesota. Yeah. Where's the campground? Yeah, it's Minnesota. But oh. the first Let's attack was in Canada. We hold you in our hearts, and when we think what? about you, <laughs> it makes me want to fart. <laughs> Camp on a Um. Man, we have so much more to go through. How should we? I know. I don't know. We how need to hurry it up. Want to go with these? Let's right. let's just keep going. Um, the next chapter is the deep root disease. Now, this one I did think was interesting. Yes. Uh, so um, yeah, this one goes into like the the ins and outs of the deep root disease, which is quite upsetting. This one was interesting, especially from like a medical standpoint. I thought it was to see how yeah. it works when it infiltrates like a human's body or any any. It looked gross. Yeah, it's real mm-hmm. body horror. It's like yeah. the the first time you get some real strong overt body horror. I, I got like cancer vibes from it too. The way it works and like, oh yeah, it's on the oh, surface yeah. as a bump, and then it in, gets in and like just like cancer. Once it gets in your bone, that's where it can and get along spread yeah. so like crazily and like this. It's scary to even think about that, dude. Um, I, and some some of the language that's used here is just a tier 
creepy pasta bullshit like <laughs> like the sprouting begins ask if they recall their mother's name if they mm. stopped dreaming if they felt new bones like what the mm. fuck are you talking about <laughs> i don't know that that's i don't know that shit really worked in this one i think the body horror thing sold it and like this is another one where it's like informational it's disassociated from any individual besides the person watching it which is you so you get to think about yourself getting eaten alive by this fucking thing and it's yeah. terrifying well and i have this thing about like i my nightmare job like the career i would want the least in my whole life would be to be a dermatologist like just <laughs> the gross things that skin can do is it's just too much for me to even fathom and so this concept of these dark bulbs growing mm. out of your skin was just almost too hideous to consider um they look just they, like birthmarks at first right but then but like then don't they like the video and yeah the video like, stuff because you're focused on the text and you're reading the text but in the background there's one of those bulbs and it's it's uh, through editing it's, it's, it's spreading very slowly yeah sudden, don't like that like, wait a minute is it bigger than it was last time <laughs> just like it is if you have a growth on you on your skin and you're like you kind of think oh, like, shit. wait, did I did I always have this since birth, or like, is this something right. that I haven't noticed before? Like, it's that's that's what goes through your head when you. And they also something. sprout the like, sprouting gets yeah. me. They do. See, yeah. when I say like, oh, I don't like that, I mean that in a good way. Like, it's upsetting to no, me, and, and, and that's good. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's effective. Yeah. Yeah. It's so bad, it's good. All right. But yeah, that's upsetting. What about the monthly progress report that comes next? I used to not like those when they came in through the mail <laughs> from my. <laughs> Is to hide them. Uh, trying to remember. Oh, this one is one I'm like I'm kind of blanking on right now. This is that one seemed a little. So this bland is a communication with the AI program. I, I felt like. Oh yeah, yeah. It was more of that. And there's like, is this the one where there's vines around the computers and everything? Like, yes. Okay, so like this one works, but also like it's kind of the same ground again. I, mm -hmm. I feel like, and I do like that they are. I like the wording. I like the way that they describe it as a client because that yes. is like so very lore specific in terms of like setting this up as like yes there are bad actors at play here the people made that made this video regnad it's a fair guess that they are in league with this thing be it for money or what i don't know what the benefit to them is if they've just been assimilated themselves uh -huh. i don't know but like there's definitely like i don't trust these people any any sort of thought that they might be trying to slip you secret messages to help you out is kind of out the window a little bit. But there's enough there's enough tether to where you could pull that back in too. It's smart that way. Mm -hmm. I did like the the phrasing though and a lot of the communications. Um, Mary sees mm -hmm. the gateway die. Sleeping ones yeah. are earth whole. The vessel floats into the maw. The jaw unhinges. Like I, I just some some of these phrasings I think are creepy. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. And it's not AI. <laughs> It's yeah. not AI. And yeah, I really I mean, zeroed in. I'm sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, I was no, just going to say, like like you said, I really zeroed in on that word client. Um, mm -hmm. And at the end, it says something that's ominous where it says, um, we expect to meet our client in person in as little as seven months. Seven months, yes. Mm -hmm. So that I feel like that was us speaking to, to about them almost. Yeah, so yeah, I, it wasn't was, totally clear. I took it I as like a human that. person speaking on like we're working in and our client is this thing that we're going to meet in person for the first time, which is like the iris finally coming down yeah. to earth or like whatever it means. Like, cause the uh, iris is telecommuting. The iris is the it, right. <laughs> and then like everything else is working on behalf of it, you know, and we're, mm -hmm. we're meant to obey the iris in a sense. Mm -hmm. And the iris is seen as like a planetary, planetary sort of 
being almost like a galactus or something weird mm-hmm. like that like a ego or like otherworldly thing like you said the cthulhu or something of that nature cosmic where it's, it's you can't really explain it there's not enough parameters to really understand what, what it is exactly but it's not good obviously and it's it's powerful it's like godlike almost you know so agreed yeah i i like this one but i it's definitely kind of playing with toys we've already played with a little bit yeah because even the, the next line of dialogue is like new things roam the feeding ground the harbinger guards in vain mary hear a crackling sound the hunger hungry eye is welcome and then the last line is just jack is with us now 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 jack is last us. one is jack is us now Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So assimilation is what we're facing. Yeah, here. yep. And we get it's the Christmas party, of- one of my faves. After that, sorry, Christmas Eve party. Christmas Eve party is very interesting too. To think about it as a whole, like in the the in the the entirety of the of of all these chapters, I think that one's very interesting too because that's where like a lot of things start to take place in this Christmas party. Like the monster mm-hmm. really reveals itself. And yeah, takes I think so. People that we've been hearing about. I like the sound design of that though. I mean, the fact that it was just, you know, it was background noise and, and then <laughs> just Jack or or whoever was filming this. And it was just like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. I, this one really comes like there's this plays with the knocking again a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. It has Jack and Mary Dean, like a little a lot more exposition of lore about those characters here. Uh, it shows a picture of Jack and somebody named Alex. And their faces are blacked out naturally, because if you have a normal face in one of these things, it's just not scary. I guess that's <laughs> the rule. Um, <laughs> but then you also get a picture of Mary, who is not blurred out and who is definitely a uh, alien. She's an it now. <laughs> yeah, she's like a tentacle thing in a pod thing. Yeah. See, I that's wouldn't fun. have known that until I watched the YouTube videos. I was just mm-hmm. like, okay, so... Oh shit! Yeah, I, I tied in the yeah. Mary and Jack thing. I went, oh, and then looking back at, they had the same last name, Dean. Mm-hmm. So I took this yeah. almost as if like this was like the beginning of the invasion, like the real like, too. where the ground shaking. They're coming out of the ground finally. Like also that video from Canada where the that's about the same time frame. I can't remember um, the one, the black and white video, or like 85? the yeah mm-hmm. the, the weather video. Where you yeah. see in the background uh, a bunch of dirt or snow or whatever come flying up in the air. Oh yeah, basically like it reminded me of like Gears of War, like Emergence. You know, like the it's like the D Day for them, like where they're finally all coming up mm-hmm. out of the ground mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. taking over or whatever. They're asserting themselves. That's kind of what I got from this. Uh, at least at this Christmas in this area, like it seemed like the lights went out and all the shit started happening. You could hear trembling and shaking in the audio, like. Something mm-hmm. major happened outside. You can hear it sound like the ground was uprooted or something. And then, like mm-hmm. you said, that um, that Mary image is pretty pretty startling. Yeah. How, yeah, how come this is one of your favorites, Andy? I, I like there's, it's Christmas. It brings in the human element again. I think is kind of what does it. it. Christmas doesn't hurt, but like it <laughs> makes it feel like it retethers it to human beings again, mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to you know, like because we have see pictures of people we see their full names in some case like i don't know there's something about that that makes me think like man yeah, these are these are people again like we've been spending a lot of time thinking cosmically and it's good to think mm-hmm. small again it brings in a little bit more of the found footage uh aspect too sure. uh, yeah i think that serves as more of that the horror roots that we like you know that we, when we watch a movie it, it gives mm-hmm. it a little bit more of that cinematic quality 
um, rather than just watching text on a screen or an instructional. Yeah. It was effective. They didn't show anybody. I like that. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, all that said, the next one is my favorite. I was going to say. <laughs> oh, you like me too. <laughs> yeah. So, so the the next one is home invasion, help and safety, which sounds like one thing, but it's actually <laughs> the opposite. Um, so the title would make you think that it's tips for homeowners to help protect themselves against a home invasion, but really it's giving help to those who want to invade homes, (laughs) Mm -hmm. how to keep them safe. So it's talking about, oh, it's again, it sounds very normal at first. A number of security systems can be installed, but then it says these can all be destroyed by blunt force. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> also, all the security systems, if you wanted to buy them, are made by these weird companies that are putting out yeah. videos. Yeah. Sure. That are probably then, selling you f- fake bullshit so that you do get invaded. And then mm-hmm. it talks about, like, then, it, like, it really s- brings back that the door knocking, like, in, in the best way, it turns it around. And, like, you, the minute that you truly realize what's happening here, that it becomes infinite, like, very clear that they're, this isn't for people being invaded but for the invaders right when they say uh the line where is it um it says it talks about how you can if you knock or scream at the door that uh the inhabitants will be drawn to it the cause prey to be drawn to it they start referring to you to the people inside as prey and it's like unequivocal at that point it's like oh shit i should not be seeing this (laughs) yeah yeah and it also says the following will explain what to do upon gaining entry into the house. Mm. It's like, and, oh. Um, and then the weaker part of this is after that. It's when we actually get point of view camera. Did you say the weaker part? I think so. Like for my money, it's a little bit weaker because it has that's some of that. That's supposed to be Jack. I don't know. It is. It could be. It's somebody. I, that's supposed to be Jack. I think when he gets taken. Might be. It's yeah. it's different. Bad. It's different in tone from the other from the the earlier part of the video but Mm -hmm. the part that i the part of this second half that i think is effective is where you see the it almost looks like just the remaining musculature of a person it's just all these little sinews with no bone structure or anything and there's like one eyeball in there and it's it's looking away from you at first but then the the eyeball yeah the eyeball in an instant just turns right at you it looks at you yeah, that is right. incredible. You also I see a video of a guy running upstairs, almost like Blair Witch, and he falls mm-hmm. down. He drops the camera, and then there's like this growl or something. That's you, the part I don't. The outline like of the much. thing walking around the corner, like towards him. Yeah, that's the that's the part that's weaker. I, I think that like the CG with the eye or whatever. I t- I do agree. That's fucking fantastic. Agreed. It sells forward. It's like that's you know, where we start seeing the better like they really... than the CG we see in other scenes. I agree. Um, sure, for sure. But That's like where the you start thing that, seeing like the roots of like exactly what they're doing with yeah. these roots of like they're melting yeah. people down into these yeah, roots. It's like systems. the cardiovascular and, network of like it's interesting mm-hmm. too. And then, but like the thing that I didn't like was just like that this was shot apparently not from the perspective of an invader, which just kind of like counteracts a little bit of what we just got from the really effective part of the home invasion video part. Um, right. So that that to me, and then also you see a little bit of the what's left of the it it kind of it kind of shows like a shadow of the spider legs, I feel like, or something like that. It, it hints at it. It's mm-hmm. a little bit more withdrawn, but to me, it's like ah, oh, but you just showed this great effect. Like, don't spoil it with this lesser effect now. The shadow yeah. is so coming around the corner as the guy mm-hmm. falls, and like now, his shadow as well. That that said, I will say that the 
I kind of think, and I'm not entirely sure of this, but like the part where you see that or where, where like the person starts to run away, they're peeking around into a laundry room and it looks kind of like the reverse shot from the very first video where you first see the legs come mm-hmm. out, which I don't know how that makes sense or anything. Oh, and I don't wow. know if it's intentional or if it's just me making a connection in my synapses, but that, that was kind of interesting about it. So yeah, I like, I mostly like this one. I like all, like so many parts of it. That's just the one thing that I'm like, nah, I kind of end on a dud there. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I get it. But that, there's so much else in that one that is strong yeah. and memorable that it just it, it definitely outweighs that weaker point. Great. And, and it does end on home invasion help, but the and safety is removed. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that makes it clear. Yep. Uh, next one is the Crusader probe mission. We all love a good this probe. Is... Do we not? Yeah, fair. I know much. I do. <laughs> um, this is all lore, right? Mm-hmm. Is there like yes. So to me, the most interesting thing about this one is how it like, of course, it it goes through this whole itinerary of this um, like space probe craft that's photographing the planets in the solar system, investigating this and that. Um, And it shows us some cool shit. Yeah. And it shows us some cool shit like um, the the moons of certain planets have been warped and they're in these like weird shapes or these two are sort of like connected now with the sinewy stuff. And those those are cool like lead-ins i think and it gives you the sense of like oh shit is getting fucked but the like the the most powerful part i think is when the probe actually approaches the iris itself yeah and goes into it and it's not constructed like a planet it's constructed like organic matter organically yeah 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 like it a body it disappears at this moment like as far as us as humans like tracking it like uh, it appears that at this moment we've di- it's disappeared from our mm-hmm. radar so like we don't know what happened and during these moments when it was gone i the- love that blackout where it was just like neptune nope yep <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like you said it shows like it's like going through like a cardiovascular network or something yes uh, it looks like a trachea at one yeah. point it looks like yeah. a- well, that harkens mm-hmm. back to the what is it the computer whatever the ai storytelling thing where it mm-hmm. says something like you uh the device enters the mall and things like that uh-huh. mm-hmm, they've, they've mm-hmm. kind of been hinting at it for a whole, the whole time which mm-hmm. i do uh, i do give credit to the storyteller like there's a lot of things mm-hmm. that he it seems like he's had these things planned and over time as he's able to develop a better you know the next video because it takes time for him he's diying all this stuff so once he gets the lore down pat and he comes out with the next video he's he is like you know he's touching upon all these things that he's mentioned like half a year ago or a year ago or whatever like and i give him credit for like keeping it all together as far as like the lore i think it's well, I, I thought the look of like <clears throat> like the fusion of the moons looked yeah, really good and it was just like the moons just started taking different shapes and, and like it was just tendrils like, or something connecting them yeah mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. which were like the same spindly mm-hmm. things that we saw later on when the thing comes to the window Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he had that sperm-looking thing yeah. that was like a moon, but mm-hmm. had a tail. Yeah, everything's yeah, like distorted like, now, and it, it and it's giving oh, these yeah. weird names of like celestial entities that, that don't exist. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. like cyst, the moon of Iris. Yeah, umbilis, yes. the moon umbilis, of Vitreus. which looks like a sperm with an umbilical cord attached to it. Or yeah, weird. yeah, mm-hmm. and they're Ethos. all like you said, Jacqueline. They're all organic-looking. They're not like yeah. celestial. Like these are not made of rocks or gas no. or, uh, you know, molten lava. Like the, really these are organic, like these uh, coming into fleshy things. Like, like he took a picture under a microscope. Like this could make yeah, an amazing like film yeah. or 
uh, like TV series too. Just the idea of like mm-hmm. a celestial body coming in that's actually organic and like you know it's it's otherworldly. It's like a an old god or something of that nature, and then like the way it infiltrates Earth with plant life or like mm-hmm. you know nature, like small animals, and then like oh, and then. And starts taking over the food chain, you know what I mean? Starts with agriculture, starts with smaller animals, larger mm-hmm. prey, and then humans because we're the we're the the, the focal point, right? Like we're the well, no, that's what happened. I mean, he, he was, on Earth, right? This thing was eating yeah. planets, right? Yeah, that's kind of yeah. what it's doing in a sense. It's it's like mutating it. them or using them to uh, infiltrate other planets over time. And like you said, like Earth is like one of the only planets with <laughs> life on it, you know, that can sustain life. So. It's, it's good to get some of these answers, but at the same time, the more answers, the more dangerously close you get to explaining too much. And I am yeah. shocked that this series did not cross that threshold for me. Yeah. And it's still ongoing. Yeah, I know. The, the newest stuff is still additive. I, I didn't know that any was any of it thing. started to take away yet. Um, but I'd also like prefer the episodes where I'm like completely baffled, I think. <laughs> You're comfortable in that space, Randy. I have to say, like, that's something about you is that like you're comfortable with not knowing what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I'm less comfortable in that space, but I'm trying to become more comfortable with it. Well, don't, you know, at your own risk, of course. Um, <laughs> I don't have a lot of choice. I live a very confused life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? The next one. Wretched hands. Yeah. This one which is, is definitely lore heavy, but it is like campfire tale lore. It's good shit. It is. Wretched hands mm-hmm. also cues in on one of the earlier poems too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the writings, yeah. They mentioned the wretched hands. And I think that this is the one where it starts with the can- Canadian like weather channel footage or whatever it is. Yeah. And you see that explosion. Mm-hmm. You you saw it as something bursting out. I kind of saw it as maybe the the satellite crashing down. Um oh, okay. I it mean, looks to I me don't, like something un, like coming out of the earth. I, the, that's like totally earth. fair. I, yeah, no, the like, satellite, to me, that's a, what I originally took it out. Because the satellite also. I guess, yeah, I didn't pay attention. It just looked like a tree falling. That's what it looked like. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no, it yeah. definitely looks like an, Sorry. an explosion for me. Yeah, there's an oh, okay. explosion of like snow and debris and earth, it looks like. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just looked like a tree just. But it fell. could be something hitting the ground too, because the, the satellite mm-hmm. itself. Also, they even mentioned in the solar system one about Mars. And like meteorites, pieces of Mars flying off and coming. Yeah, that's true. Which Wait, I thought on. at first was like. What year was this? It was 1945. Oh. So the video yeah, I think the, was from 90. satellite wouldn't have I think come the videos, I think these videos jumped 95. to the. You might be right. Yeah. I don't remember what the date was on this. So I just. Maybe yeah. I was just making that connection because it was immediately after the other one. But um, either way, like, I don't know. Like, the, this is like where it becomes like, how much do I really want to dig into? what like the exact nuts and bolts of what makes this make sense or versus how much do i want to experience it and this is where i'm like True. Oh, okay so that's probably the satellite and whatever it's i fine. thought it's it was cool, cool that like, it was like weather channel before weather channel mm-hmm. became a big thing where it was just mm-hmm. like snowing 12 inches of snow blah 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 and it was just it, that was cool and then all of a sudden they did that little square it was funny like, that it was a live thing. image and that uh, was cool like you'd think it would just be a still image of that's that also area. a format for this yeah. show like <laughs> It is. They really absolutely. do kind of go traversing through all kinds of different footage to get what get whole different feels out of it, and yet it still hangs together nicely mm-hmm. for the most it part. Does, actually, yeah, they, they he does a good job of br- bridging those gaps and using go different forms. <laughs> and here we get the details of uh, Glenn Arthur is the name of the guy in 1946, where he's describing trying to fulfill the bargain, the deal that was made. 
and deciding to go with the bear. And then he <laughs> writes some cryptic shit where it sounds like he's getting, getting, getting fucked up. And then it says something to the effect of, uh, oh, it show, and then it shows like all these like vine, like the the roots people kind of like melded together, and it's very creepy. Um, I did like those well letters, done. though. The like, letter was very creepy. The letters were cool. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing that I wrote down was that it said organism has since lost all resemblance to a bear, and I'm like, yeah, no fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, and right before that, it says. Photo comparisons suggest an exponential increase in organism deterioration since mutation. Like, yep, deterioration is right. It did look like a right. piece of shit or diarrhea <laughs> or something. That bear looks like a piece of <laughs> <laughs> Literally. They do show that bone, too, that bone structure in one of the videos, right? Was it this one? Mm-hmm. Where they show like uh... what looks like a, uh, like a either a dog bone or like a skull or a, uh, maybe a oh. feline. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was the I bear. Think that's old. It might have been the bear. And then they might have been, yeah. Like the same yeah. version, but distorted, like as if mm-hmm. like it's, it's mutated. Like I, actually think this, yeah. I actually think this is the first one that is on the library account. I might have been wrong okay. about that earlier. It, no, that is it, it is. You're right. It is okay. Earlier, I so I watched I the library was, stuff but... because I didn't I didn't think it had anything. I, I didn't think it was um, dealing with this. Uh, I thought mm-hmm. maybe it was a new project of his, and that like oh, Gemini yeah. Entertainment was like the 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 umbrella, you know, hit, like this is where he's launching all his stuff from. But when, mm-hmm. once I watched it, I realized like, oh, okay, there's actually it's actually speaking on a lot of the lore and stuff that these mm-hmm. other things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really building that shit all the way out, but it's doing it well. Like whereas, like I said earlier, like I tend to prefer things that aren't necessarily like expositiony. You can do exposition well, and this does it. It is. True I think what it does well is it horror. shows you sort of like the mechanics of like how things are work, like the shifting tendrons and tend- mm-hmm. tenants and like the wretched hand and old bones. I think all those videos sort of show just sort of how this thing works, the mechanics of it, without giving away yeah. too much. Mm-hmm. Just enough where it's like, yes, this is as creepy as you thought it was. Um, yeah. yeah, it felt satisfying to me, but not like, but definitely not like too much. Yeah, it didn't give shifting away. Ten- shifting tendons I like because it reveals the purpose of the bunker and it shows um, like the the deterioration over time of Barry Johnson and what happens yeah. to him. Yeah, it felt like pretty awesome that it went back to that time. And then, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> obviously what we have seen, it just kind of, it, it, it all tied together. It was nice. I and like that, that fucking this is where like the the best thing about these like library pieces to me like is like I I like seeing getting some of these answers or whatever. I don't necessarily need them. I'm okay getting sure. them. There none of them have been too dumb for for me yet. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like that's a danger the more you put in the more likely it is that you're going to get to something that's like ah it seems stupid. <laughs> like <laughs> but I like um, haven't hit that yet. And like the, the the other thing I want to point out though is like but the effects at this point the effects are all solid yes. in all of these three. Like the the years gap between these two releases shows in the production yes. value. It does. I totally agree. They're shorter videos, but there there's a lot going on, like you said, aesthetically with them. And I like that. Like they still keep that sort of um, investigative nature to them, though, where it feels yeah. like we're like almost as if it's a video that we found. You know what I mean? Even though we just went on mm-hmm. YouTube and watched it, it feels mm-hmm. like something like we researched and found this. This is not mm-hmm. readily available for everybody to find. It's like you had to do some digging to find these things. And we found out like, oh, this is what so-and-so said before whatever happened to him. Um, mm-hmm. And then like the, the little bit of lore that we're getting is like 
it, it's um it's I, I feel like you can you can believe it almost 100 percent. like you you're like okay mm-hmm. this seems like legit the, the lore that they're telling us like how the animals work and stuff like that but it's yeah. almost like too little too late too because i feel like but at the time that we're reading this the invasion's already taken place and like we're already in, yeah. in it like we're meant it's, to believe it like it's already it's anthropology at this point yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we're fucked yeah. and then but the like last one about. is old bones where we find out a little bit more about the physicality of what happens to you and mm-hmm. um, we get a little bit more of glenn arthur's journal um, from before he soured on the deal and we really get to know how this thing started and he definitely they, he being the iris I should say definitely has an accomplice in this guy to start and presumably onward from there Yeah, in Regnad and these other fucking cryptically named motherfuckers mm-hmm. yeah it's so, interesting yeah. yeah and that's the one that has the best visual for me like that that's the one with with the window like the, the, the 1930s and footage is so fucking well done and it shows that sort of like fucking lynchy and ass tree that is like the centerpiece of everything like <laughs> man it does a great job and then but the face man the face kind of like mouthing at you through this window yes. after selling that look is goddamn terrifying give this man a movie to do effects for well, and then it just like whooshes out of sight. You can tell it's attached to something larger too. Like it's pulling it yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying. I and that's it. and that's pretty much it. Like yeah, it's kind of just like the end. <laughs> three days ago. Yeah, three days Man. ago that dropped. That was the fact um, that he's still released. fortuitous. Yeah. Yeah. I did not. There do were more iterations too. You notice like the iterations pop up as if they the, from the AI. Mm-hmm. They were in the computer program one way. We see like the vines growing on the computers. And then yeah. there's iterations that they mention in this one too. Uh, just one that stuck out to me was "I am still here, relic of the faithless day." Don't leave me, you bastards. Old bones grows. Old bone grows. So it sounds yeah. like a mix almost of like someone who's been taken over by this thing, sort of speaking yeah. through it a little bit, like still the remnants of like a human in it. Like, don't leave me, you bastards. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. But yeah. I, I've been assimilated by this fucking creature and I have no agency anymore. Like, I'm part of this hive mind now. And there's just a semblance of me left. I have no mouth yeah. and I must scream. Exactly. That sort yeah. of shit. Really oh, weird. Oh, gosh. And it's unsettled. Good stuff. Yeah. Right, those conversations well, talk me up on this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, because it's, it's an almost essential part of it. You know what I mean? Like, the, like this, this is conversation this whole about thing it. is sort of written. Like you could just write a script based around these these webisodes. You could create mm-hmm. a show or something and like not that you have to. I'm just like, it's an yeah. interesting premise to me, though. Like it, it involves a lot of the things that I do, like cosmic mm-hmm. stuff, you know, alien yeah, body horror. Like there's so many elements here that like they allude towards where you're like, man, I wish I could see a bigger budget version of this. Like you said, Andy, this, <laughs> the 1930s stuff and the newer visuals have gotten a lot better. The roots, I thought, sure. are very unsettling to me. The mm-hmm. the image of like half a body create like created or dissected. I don't even know where what what I'm looking at with the eyeball. Yeah, like, is, is that something being built? Is that something being teared teared down? Like I don't even know. Like I think it's something like devolving, between. like deteriorating, devolving, melting yeah. away. Yeah, flashing all the muscle and stuff off of it. I think it, what it's it's just showing that there's still somebody in there yes. yeah and that is terrifying absolutely well this movie well, just feels like you said to me earlier, like a subgenre not- within a subgenre you know it's just like it's an alien yeah. movie but body well, it is yeah because it's making its own 
this yeah. whole analog thing is sort of its own thing uh, that's been growing. Yeah. It's creative as fuck. I mean, ugh, man. What were you saying, Jacqueline? I'm sorry. That I don't know. That was my fault. Um, oh, I, I was, oh, I was saying, I think it was you, Randy, who mentioned earlier that like, one of the side effects of an infection from the plant is not death, which mm-hmm. is terrible. Yeah. You know, like you would want right. one of them to be death if the other There's things decay. came to pass. If, you you're, know? if flesh decay right. is one of them, you want death to be right after right. that. Yeah. Or right yeah. before, preferably. But it's not. Nope. So, um, I think we kind of were like sort of commenting and analyzing as we were going along. And since we're running close to like two and a half hours now, how do you guys feel about just giving <laughs> our, our ratings? Yeah, I feel great about that. I'm a sleepy boy. All right, Jacqueline, okay. go ahead. You pick this. <laughs> All right. Um, as I had expected, it was really fun and helpful for me to talk with you guys about this and to hear all of your thoughts and your insights on it. It helped things to gel a little bit for me. And um, this to me is just, it's so creative and so original. And I'm really impressed at uh, Heidelberg, you mentioned something earlier that like he had to plan this all out in advance, like for these little clues to be found in earlier videos that then come to like reveal themselves in later videos that takes such careful planning and clever, like puzzle building, I guess. Um, it's like the more I think about it, the more impressive it is. And it just, Randy, you've talked before multiple times about how with David Lynch, it's like, it sort of takes the magic out of it for you to try to figure out every little detail and what it means. And that really films like this are meant to be felt primarily like first and foremost, like you can figure out some stuff and you can puzzle over this and come up with theories about that. But like your first contact with it should be like feeling it, you know, and this web series, um, I think really successfully does that in the same way that Lynch does, which is like a huge comparison to make, but I think it's apt. Um, that like th- this gave me like a, a a consistent feeling of unease and um as though i were I-, I really felt watching this like i were really immersed in some kind of like parallel universe or parallel existence where this um impending catastrophe was was taking place and um when i when i finished all the videos i just watched them straight through and took notes but when i finished them and i kind of like reemerged <laughs> back up to the surface it was kind of like back in the real world again i really felt like something had clicked over in my like i had to pass some kind of barrier to get out of it um <laughs> so i think this this series really effectively creates a little a little world with its own like with its own feelings and these little puzzles to to figure out so um I, I won't really go on any longer. I think that this is really creative and effective and extremely memorable and best of all, like very unsettling. And so I will give this eight out of 10 wood crawlers. John looks shocked. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Our esteemed guest, Randy. Randu, oh what um, is your rating? Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it as brief as I know how to be. Um, I really enjoyed this i love this sort of filmmaking i love the direction that this is going this this whole movement of analog horror um uh i hope we get to a point where it is recognized on on a broader scale but not so big that it becomes bastardized by studios too deeply um and i think that this is one of the better proof points of that as a subgenre so on that basis alone i give it a high score but it also helps that this is dealing with existential dread, which is like one of the few kinds of horror that still actually 
hits me um like mm-hmm. as as scary not just as entertaining or fun or you know or shocking or whatever this is genuinely got brings dreadful feelings to me mm-hmm. and that's something that i appreciate in any horror property period um it also feels very unique it's very like modern it's eh. All of the seams that you see, like I kind of talked about this before, is like you see some of these seams, you see some of the like a little bit of jankiness, especially early on and some of these things that don't quite work and they seem charming because of the nature of the project. It's like if you saw, you know, Jim Henson's head, like the top of Jim Henson's head as he's doing Kermit, like. I'm not going to ding Jim for that. That's just part <laughs> yeah. of the charm. Like, So I don't know. I, I don't have a lot of negative things to say about this. I recognize that if it was so, you know, sort of like a bigger budget production or more people involved or anything like that, I would probably bring some of those complaints for firmer to bear against it. Um, but because of the nature of the project being so DIY, so insular to one or a handful of creators, I don't know exactly. None of us do, but um I have to give it a pretty high score. I'm, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll follow Jacqueline's lead. I'm gonna go with, um, we'll go with eight wretches out of ten. Okay, on the same page. And do. Mm-hmm. Okay, John, I gotta know why you were like putting your hands over your face in shock and <laughs> dismay. Because I actually really love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first time I watched it, I went. Uh, I want, am I supposed to laugh at this? Be scared? But there were parts that really disturbed me, and I went, mm, "What was your, uh, what was your uh, the 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 level here?" I said, uh, "Wood." I said, "Wood crawlers," and Randy wood said, crawlers. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of acting in this movie, but it affected <laughs> me. I'm going to go seven point five out of ten. Wood crawlers. Okay, seven point five out of ten. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised to hear you go that high because i kind of expected you guys to as as i have on many episodes all right i'll give it a kick me off the show (laughs) no it's a two we're replacing you it's a zero it's the next zero that oh my god the next zero jesus it's a negative it's as bad as poultry guys huh (laughs) (laughs) all right hydroberg what do you think wait did you say seven seven oh okay oh i thought you said 7.5 are you changing it you said seven seven point Two five. Oh God! What We're kind of freewheeling here. What are we splitting these hairs for? <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll go seven point okay. five. Sorry. 7. Oh 5. my God! Go. Stop making me type stuff. Turn it down already. Seven point two five. God. Anyway, <laughs> so review is going to be. I'm gonna when I give my my review. That's it. It's done. So okay. Not unlike John, who's flip flopping. Seven point one five. So point one five. Point the more you give him seven. shit, the more lower it's gonna go. You want <laughs> right, your so, ass. Uh, this is a very innovative way to uh, way to like tell a story and uh, create like a creepy narrative, and it's an interesting experimental like storytelling here. Like I enjoy, I'm not used to these sort of things, but um, there's something here. Like like I like Jacqueline, you mentioned that I already mentioned. You know, like the creator, obviously he has a narrative in mind, and he's. Over mm-hmm. time, he's he's able to tell it better, like through, you know, experience in doing this medium and also maybe getting a better computer or who knows like what he's doing. But over time, it's gotten better. But at the same time, he hasn't lost the fact that like the the threads that he's um, alluded towards or laid, they're still there. Right. And like he's, mm-hmm. he's just expounded upon them and, and created a, a better world. 
based on that. And like the fact that this was all created over the last three years is interesting to me because he could have lost his way, and but he hasn't yet. And even the added on stuff, like you said, Andy, it could be seen as like, oh, well, I don't really need it. But you know what? When you give it a moment, it's interesting. And it's 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 adding on to the lore without uh, ex- over explaining too much. And if he can ride that fine line and end it pretty soon, um, I think there's an end in sight. Like it should be soon. Uh, the box set is supposedly like the overall ending, like of what he meant to tell originally. But I do like the fact that he's like adding on to it. Uh, the DIY nature of it all just works really well in its favor, I think. Um, and, and I'm sure a lot of these videos have that same feeling. But I think just interesting the way like he uses modern technology to tell an old tale through older technology and older lore like it's it's an interesting way like working backwards Mm -hmm. you know i I find that interesting that he's able to do that and he's a younger guy at least from the image that he's given of himself and then to see that like he's cued into these like 80s informer like in in former informical or informing um like videos or these like safety videos that we watch at work like how cheesy they can be but they're a sign of the times like if you grew up in this in this era then you just know like when you see this aesthetic you're just like yeah that like this resonates with me like this is mm-hmm. the videos that we grew up on and we all know it to to find out that like an alien race might have used them to indoctrinate people is interesting or you know uh, a rebel used them to uh try and trojan horse like a, a, a you know uh, a warning to people also like that's interesting as well there's a moment where it bleeds over and like we don't know who's using what to inform who you know what i mean like we've talked about the home invasion episode and uh there's moments where it's obviously someone talking to us as an audience to avoid these things and then there's moments where it seems like there's videos that are telling us to walk towards the light you know what i mean like mm-hmm. yeah and there's a lot of hidden themes at play here that i i think make up a larger story which i think is when you properly piece them together, it, it makes for interesting storytelling. And so I do, I do really appreciate that. Um, it's not something that you're going to get from a two hour movie. You're not going to, even though this is maybe two or three hours long, um, the way it's pieced together and broken up, it's not a normal narrative. Uh, and it, it just makes for this way, like your brain, when you watch it, you piece together things differently. And then like on a rewatch, or if you go to like a video that kind of breaks down, a breakdown video like you just see things differently where you're like oh, oh oh man i didn't even think about that and then it enlightens certain scenes that like maybe you downplayed in your mind that like oh that didn't mean as much but then when you think about it you're like wait a minute that did mean a lot they were they were sowing the seeds for like little things later um i just do love the way that this film deals with like nature and like agriculture and like like the way an, an alien like even the alien invasion itself is diy sort of you know what i mean like i kind of dig that like it's 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 a grassroots movement of an alien invasion they're slowly taking over and like over time you know they've they've infiltrated but the iris is there but the iris is, has doesn't make itself known until later and it, i don't know it's very interesting to me um for, for some cons though like it's a little long but I like I watched this all at once. Like it's that's not originally how you were meant to watch it. You were going to watch it over time and then just be updated with like, oh, shit, there's a new uh, Gemini home entertainment video out. And then you go and watch it and then digest it and maybe talk amongst a forum somewhere about like theories on what's going on. So I could see like when when you're involved in the, the water cooler moments of it all, like 
that's probably super interesting to go and be involved in this the community and to be like go somewhere else and just talk about it with somebody or so like randy you were watching it like if i messaged you like hey randy what do you think about this new episode of fucking gemini like uh, that'd be interesting i watched it as a whole so it's Mm -hmm. a little different the way it, it washed over me but i can still see how enjoyable it might have been to watch it over time because it's been out for over three years. So that's when mm-hmm. he started creating it. And then the the seeds of it all, like when he started actually coming up with the, the ideas, who knows when he started actually envisioning all. Um, there are short episodes, but like I did find myself drifting off a little bit while watching. There was a couple moments that slog felt like a slog a little bit mm-hmm. overall, just as a whole. But I think on a second watch, I would be more invested actually, which is weird. But I think because I'd be starting to look for more, like little hidden elements that I was aware of that maybe are there or not. Um, these sort of videos, just honestly, I'll be honest, like they just aren't really my thing. I do enjoy like good horror shorts, but so, like like these analog videos are like larger. They're larger time investments. And like, I don't get invested in them sometimes. Um, there's a lot of YouTube stuff that sometimes I've avoided just based on like, I don't have the time to get in a rabbit hole. But I'll be honest, like, <laughs> I feel like I am missing out on some things. If you guys tell me like what to watch, maybe I'll uh, start queuing in on some of these these um, smaller projects because they are interesting. I can see people watching this over time though, and and really enjoying it. Um, and given more time to digest each episode is probably like a you know it's it's more preferable of just in or, in order to think about what you saw. Like I had to watch one, write notes, pause it, and then just go mm-hmm. on to the next one. So it was a little bit of a rush job. And even that took a lot of time. Like I still, this took me a while to watch over the the past day. I I paused it several times to really think about what I saw and then comment properly on it. Um, And then I did research after the fact. Uh, So with all that said, uh, hmm, I don't know what to give this thing. I'll be honest. I'm really (laughs) fucking conflicted here. Gemini Home Entertainment. I got it at a 6.5 out of 10. And that already came up. But I'm feeling like maybe it's a 7. I mean, the guy that created this, sh- or whoever created It's a 10. <laughs> John says it's a 10. <laughs> they do a hell of a job just, like, setting up this this lore in this world. Uh, I'll give it a 7 out of 10. With the oh, caveat wow. that it's a, you know, it's not a film. Um, so it may not rate as well with other 7s that are film projects. But as far as just, like, storytelling <laughs> and a YouTube sort of deal, like, analog horror, I don't know. It's my first outing on this. So I'll give it a 7. Same. Cool. Hey, my autocorrect recognizes wood crawlers now. That's cool. Yay! <laughs> That's just part of their assimilation now. I know. Now it's gonna. Now you're involved. You fucked yeah. it up, man. They I'm fucked up your brain Gemini to recognize that on YouTube. <laughs> that I'm looking at the Gemini page, and there's just so much extra fucking like like community posts and shit, and like mm-hmm. lore shit. That's just man. There's so much about this. Show. I don't even know. I mean, where you could probably these, spend like, weeks reading all that. Probably the that were built to like actually discuss this stuff. I don't know. I'm sure there's a subreddit. I'm just looking at the community on YouTube, like within their channel. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. posted vi- pictures of like documents and shit. Like it's fucking crazy. Because there are things to there are things to find online, like pictures of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking yeah. of which, does Jacqueline have any trivia? No, not really. Okay. No. Never mind. <laughs> I just I tried to give a little. Randy, tell us what you but... see online. What's that? YouTube. Oh, the the lure and stuff like that on YouTube. The lure? Oh, I the lure. That, like, I'm sorry. I heard L U R E. Um, I, 
I don't know. No, yeah, um, the only the only thing that I'm looking at right now is just YouTube's. The the like looking at their channel on YouTube. There's a a tab called community where people like they post an image and people are commenting and speculating on what it could mean or what it's about. Yeah, it's fucking great. So and that's I'm sure just a microcosm. I'm sure this one is pretty popular amongst this type of uh, of horror fan. We don't know that this I, creator doesn't have any other projects that he's worked on. Not that I am personally aware of, but I haven't really looked. I know he has his own channel that it does seem like there's like a bunch of little like five minute mm-hmm. shorts that seem unrelated to anything else. But I don't know if they are or not. I, don't I read really in an interview with him that he had ideas for other things that he wanted to do and had kind of dabbled a little here and there with some other projects. But that Gemini has really taken up the lion's share of his time. That makes sense. Well, I see that because there's a yeah. lot to do this. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not just like a little horror short that's like six minutes long. You know? Like, yeah. 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 World yeah, this is gonna be a TikTok video. Let's go out to Minnesota and see if we can find this place. Let's you know what go. would be in Minnesota if they went out there, John? Cold breath. No. Cold breath. Cold yep. They would be breath. They'd be able to see their breath in the winter. <laughs> all right, fellas. Well, I think uh I think it's in all of our best interest to go ahead and wrap this one up. But I gotta say, I really enjoyed this conversation. I'm really glad that I picked this for this week. Um because it gave me what I wanted, which was to explore something a little bit different. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Even if you didn't like love every single thing about the series, I, I hope you enjoyed kind of dabbling in something new if, you know, if it was your first time. So for sure. Great, thank you. Great pick, Jacqueline. Thank you. Yeah. And Randy, yeah, thank you again so much for coming on. Uh, you're just fantastic. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was uh, well worth the time. And thank God I got to get some of these thoughts out of my body because... <laughs> <laughs> no one else wants to talk about this shit. I just hope this is the real Randy and not the wood crawler version. Are you a fake person? I simulate. Mm. No, I don't. <laughs> um, so next week we'll be returning to a more, you know, conventional narrative film next week's uh, experience. What? I said next week. That's my pick. I know. It's Heidelberg's pick. <laughs> and we're gonna be talking about Hobo with a shotgun. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, featuring a special guest, uh, first time appearing on our show. It's going to be Seth from the Bean Dubbed podcast, good friend of ours. Nice. So we can all look forward to that. Um, yeah, it's Hyderberg's pick. Hyderberg, do you know where this one's streaming? It, it is streaming on Tubi. It's from 2011. Of course. It's a schlocky, schlocky movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have only seen it. How about the following weeks? That's a little schlocky. We got some schlock coming yeah, up. Yeah. Schlock coming up. Schlocking yeah. on. Yeah, so Hobo with a Shotgun, definitely less thinky than this one. <laughs> I don't know. And it does speak on like the, uh, the dangers of like homelessness. And I don't know. Yes. There's, there's themes there. There's the okay. Uh, well, I expect another very, um, you know, social social awareness oriented uh, reach around plot summary next week. Hyderberg for <laughs> Hobo with a Shotgun. I can make a fucking reach around based around this <laughs> thing. That was impressive. You, you did it. You nailed it. So until next week, if you would like to share your thoughts with us about Gemini Home Entertainment, you want to get some of those thoughts out of your brain like Randy was able to, uh, you can email us at a cut above horror review at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cut above horror. That's where you can also find that link to the Gemini Home Entertainment channel on YouTube if you want to catch up. You can follow us on Instagram because that's what the iris tells you to do at a cut above that horror underscore review. And Randy, where can we find you, my friend? Oh, you know me. I'm over at the Straight Chillin' Podcast, uh, found on pretty much any of the typical podcatchers you might be listening to. Um, we've got a fuck ton of episodes, and most of them are 
you know, shooting the breeze and not too different from this. So if you like <laughs> this sort of thing, then you're, you're going to be right at home. And find us on Facebook, a cut above Colin horror review, and make sure that you give straight chilling podcast, the five-star reviews on, uh, uh what is it? Spotify and, uh, iTunes. Get that on a couple more and you guys can go full time mm-hmm. reviewers for Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just oh, itching okay. to sell out. Please give us those five stars. <laughs> Same with the a cut above colon or review. Randy on. <laughs> yeah. Give us five stars. Well, he, de- he he definitely did raise the level for us this week. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, thanks again, fellas. That was a great discussion. Lots of fun next week. I'm sure we'll continue to have lots of fun together talking about Hobo with a shotgun. See you then. And keep creepy. Thank <laughs> you.